This is the most mainstream we've ever been. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you uh, <coughs> you want to ring the bell? Uh, sure. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to another Let's Watch. That was that was actually like a Rocky Three reference. Oh, it was like you've seen Rocky Three. Yeah, I've seen it. It's just been a long time. And then when Rocky and Apollo fight, he's like, "You want to ring the bell?" It's like, "Ding, ding." <laughs> it's because I got that great line. It's like you taught me everything. You know, it's like almost everything's like. You fight great, but I'm a great fighter. Which yeah, is, I, that's I love that. It, it's great. It's just been a long time since I've seen it. All right, so go ahead. Do, do you think? Oh yeah. So hey, everybody, welcome to a let's watch of uh, something really mainstream. We're watching Endgame, Avengers Endgame, uh, because we just done a let's watch of uh, Justice League. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the so impression just, that it left. <laughs> we just did Justice League, and we were like, we got to do Endgame now. So. Um, here we are. We're about to watch Hawkeye lose everything he loves. It's going to be really funny. You guys are going to laugh a lot. It is hilarious. I'm it's, like, oh my god, look, awesome. at, look at him running around like an idiot. Like, where are you? Where are you? He knows the game of hide and seek. <laughs> what a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we um, we, um uh, recently dropped our podcast um, with uh, uh, Lee, uh, Roscoe, Roscoe Lee. Yeah, thank you. In which we talked about uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War. Right? Is it Infinity War? Is... Yeah, yeah, we just watched Infinity War. Yeah, well, because the comics are Infinity Gauntlet, and then yeah, it's Infinity yeah, yeah. War, and then it's Infinity Crusade, I'm like, they skipped Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, and they just went straight to Infinity War, which I think Gauntlet would have been better than War, considering that's exactly what they do. They don't actually go to war. Right. But, you know, whatever. You know, um, but, um, so we just dropped that podcast, I, I which we recorded. I really dig his shirt in the scene. Really? That, like, dark denim? Yeah. No. I think that's also from the uh, the Bruce Wayne L.L. Bean collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I can I can swing it. <laughs> so, I will say this about the scene, um, which is now passed, but is that that's got to be just horrifying feeling. Oh, yeah. Because they're gone. He has no way. To, but he, but there is so much open space mm-hmm. that they're not hiding, right? Yeah. They just... Where did they go? And there's, if, there's so much. It's like, were they raptured? Did aliens take them? There's like a million possibilities. And since he's not in, in contact with the Avengers, he has no idea what's going on or any of that stuff. So it's, um, yeah, I, I can see how that would just be. That would be like, you like no, you just have n- no idea, nothing. Yeah. And even even worse than that is because he's a member of the Avengers, right? He knows that. All kinds of weird shit happens, mm-hmm. and that's probably the first thing is like, "There's weird shit going on, and <coughs> something happened. I don't know what." And you know, his mind is like, "What happened? Why is it happening?" And you know, part of him is probably saying, "I should have been there." Right, right. Well, I think that's why he like winds up doing what he does and becomes runner, which is fantastic. I love that. Oh, it's great. It's like this is the coolest he's ever been. Um, you need to back the fuck up there right now. Nah, nah. He's he's definitely at his coolest when he's running. He has a katana versus a bow and arrow. Hawkeye has always been cool. Hawkeye's cool. I'm not saying Hawkeye's not cool. I'm just saying Ronan's cooler. (laughs) Oh, is Turk when 82 going to have to choke a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even he makes fun of his bow and arrow in Age of Ultron. Yeah, but not in a realistic way because he's like laying motherfuckers down. (laughs) Yeah, and he lays more motherfuckers down with his katana because he's a badass. Okay, I'm just saying right now, if I had to go up against Ultron's, like, robots, 
I'd want a bow and arrow as opposed to a katana because a katana I got to get way too close to those robots. I would want both if I had if I if I was just gonna have medieval battle weapons. Yeah, I knew I should have stretched. <laughs> you don't even get that reference. Nope, I don't. That's from Civil War. We went to go rescue Wanda, and uh, he had to fight the Vision. And after Vision like breaks his bow, and he's like. I knew I should have stretched. I watched Civil War when it was in theaters, and that's it. I haven't watched it since then. You hate comic books. <laughs> you, you hate comic books. No, I love reading comics. I just don't watch that many movies. So I gotta say, I do love this scene uh, with Tony and Blue Meanie. And just like this, this whole thing, this interaction of like watching them do their thing in space. It is nice. I like how she makes a connection with Tony, mm-hmm. but she doesn't soften in any way. Right, right. Because when she runs into, like, Ant-Man, or, you know, um, Scott Lang later, she's like, you know, careful, they're idiots on the, you know, the, in the landing zone. <laughs> I mean, she's still a complete jerk. Yeah. Uh, but I do like, you know, just this very first thing while they're doing the uh, the finger football thing, and she's like, I would like to try again. <laughs> like. She's got these little tiny moments where she opens up a little bit, which is funny, because I've never really liked her character that much throughout any of the Guardians films or anything. Really? Yeah, and uh, she, like, never really did it for me as a character. Even the second one, when she's, like, when she eats the uh, the fruit and she spits it out, it's like, it's not right. No, no, I mean, I, I do seem to remember liking that scene, but yeah, no, she just, it was never, like, this character that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I gravitate towards her, but it, within this movie, she kind of becomes that. Okay. But uh, a lot of this, I feel like this is, and I mean, not this is obviously in retrospect from having seen it before, but I really feel like this is largely Tony's movie. Well, yeah, Edith. Oh, shit, you don't know what Edith is. It's his daughter? No. That's Morgan. Uh, I haven't seen this since it was in theaters either. Well, Edith is from Far From Home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still haven't seen Far From Home. So Edith is a a program that he has, um, and it stands for Even in Death. I'm the hero. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see him like pretty much just embracing the fact that he's going to die. And this part here, where she like, kind of takes care of him. Yeah. I think I think there's like I think the best character development you're ever going to show in a story is when the characters in isolation like this or relative isolation in this case because it's just those two. Well, the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two, where she's like, you know, you know, when she's talking to Gamora and she says, you know, all I ever wanted was a sister, mm-hmm. right? And you realize that even the, even through all this, she, you know, she's fighting Gamora and all that stuff, but really she just wanted to be treated or felt like an equal right, or like a sister right. which it makes the scene you know near the end like so interesting yeah yeah it's interesting to see just how much uh, muscle definition Robert Downey Jr. has lost since the uh, Iron Man films because hmm. he doesn't usually show that much skin in like uh, Ultron or, or Civil War or any of that but like, seeing him in the tank top in, in these early scenes, he's, like, he obviously has not been hitting the chin as hard as the other people have. Well, you know, that's, I think that goes to, like, the, they, they did a great job with CGI to 
even in the end when they show uh, Captain America as an old man, mm-hmm. that's part makeup and then yeah, CGI. Yeah. They did the same thing with uh, with Peggy in Civil War Two and Civil War, mm-hmm. where it's like they did a great job of making her look old, but it's like part makeup and part CGI. Right. right. But yeah, but they do a really good job because it doesn't look like he's um, in like it's like uh, what's the guy's name from uh, Tron Legacy? Oh Clue. yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. yeah. Clue? Uh, I don't know the character's name. I just know it's Jeff Bridges. Yeah, so him, where he kind of his face looked a little too smooth, yeah, a little too slick. Yeah. He was obviously CG'd. Um, well, like, and we discussed off camera. I didn't realize that all the weight Thor put on was just prosthetics. I yeah, had no idea. I would have sworn that he actually put on that weight. It looks so good. And then, like, after we talked about it, I found a video of him, like, putting on the suit, and like, it was super gross and uncanny valley to watch him like slip into this. You know, if it was Christian Bale, I would have been like, oh, yeah, he put on that weight. But Chris, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, and I'm not saying anything bad about him, but, you know, there's one thing to, you don't want to put your body through all those kind of drastic changes, for one. Mm-hmm. And two, like, you don't want to take the risk of like, putting it on and not being able to get it off. Yeah, like Marlon Brando. That was exactly what I was thinking <laughs> of, too. Yeah. Um, well, like, uh, and I'm probably going to get uh, crucified for bringing this up, but the Old Boy remake... Like, Josh Rowan uh, bulked up for his scene before he gets locked in the hotel. And, like, apparently he was just, like, packing on all this water weight and just, like, consuming nothing but salt and just trying to put on all that weight. Now that's a great scene right there. Oh, yeah. I like that. Him like hiding his head when that when Parker's face comes up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's oh, there's so much to that scene. There's so much to him losing Parker. I will say this is probably one of my least favorite scenes in the movie. Not because it's bad. I just it's a it's a good scene and it's very well done. Um, and it's it's realistic. Yeah. But it's so, it's so, it's too realistic. Like, we, we don't like seeing these guys this defeated. Well, no, it's, it's, it's his, Tony's rant at Steve. Oh, yeah. You didn't like that? No. I mean, it hurts to see, but I thought it was like exactly what he would be feeling in that situation. It is, but he's completely out of line. He is so out of line. He is, but he's Tony, so, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, he, he gets by by being out of line. He just looks emaciated in the scene. Oh, yeah. I like his glasses, though. See, see, and like, he's like, you know, where were you? We were fighting a battle. We were on Earth fighting a battle. (laughs) You know, we were doing that part. So, you know, I I, kind of feel like, like, fuck you, Tony. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I also can see exactly why Tony was mad. <laughs> but a suit of armor around the world would not have stopped all, uh, stopped Thanos. Not at all. Well, yeah, Thanos came in through uh, a portal, right? But no, even still, you had all the heroes and everything else gathered there. A suit of armor wouldn't have made not a shit of difference. Right. 
he would have taken out all the suits of armor before he came there. Just like when he sent the um sent his, his people there, like you know, Proxima Midnight, all those kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. Blackmouth, right? All of them. Um and they he just they were just they were shut down. Yeah, yeah. And that suit of armor wouldn't have been shit. Because what would happen was when it came down initially to take um uh, Doctor Strange, he would have had the suit of armor come to try to take out the spaceship, and they would have all been decimated. He still would have gotten lost in outer space, mm-hmm. and that would have been the end of it. The issue is that they weren't together. The issue is very much that they weren't together, because um, the team should have fought Thanos' group from the very start, and none of this would have happened. But that's the thing. Thanos wasn't there. He and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange get stuck on Thanos' ship. Mm-hmm. So even if the team had been there, they still would have gotten separated. He would have been on the ship. They would have been down there doing the exact same thing that they did here. Yeah, so he's completely out of line. Now I just got to say, fuck you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, thanks for all your help, Captain Marvel, like, for being there last time. <laughs> No, that's that's it's completely in line for for Stark. I I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean it's not out of character. Is, but is my big thing. But he's he's so wrong. Have you seen the deleted scene where Rocket's making fun of them for having uh, a, an issue with the aliens from the first Avengers movie? Mm-mm, I haven't seen that. He's like, you guys, how long did this fight go on? He was like, and Steve's like, five, six hours? He's like, it took you five or six hours? All you gotta do is wipe out the mothership, you idiots! And I'm like, <laughs> we didn't know that. It was our first time fighting. He was like, it's your first time fighting! Everyone knows that! You're idiots! <laughs> it's, it's a really good scene. <laughs> because before you didn't have Everybody in this room is about that secret. If you don't mind my asking, what the hell is he Yeah, but yeah, how many of those planets in the universe wiped out half of the life in the entire universe? Yeah. Because the snap didn't just impact Earth. The only way that that line is redeemable is if they're Captain Marvel 2, she's fighting Galactus. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Right. I mean, because like if if you're talking about the guys you fought in the first Captain Marvel movie, just just walk away now because yeah. that was not a threat. No, we fought some free. Who the fuck hasn't fought free? <laughs> God, I love this theme. Oh, I love this theme. Hmm. Okay, so what you just said right there, that whole interaction right there. That is exactly what we were talking about with Justice League. Yeah. It comes up there, it gets us pumped for the movie. Justice League. Justice League. <laughs> yep. I mean, <laughs> defeated flag. Yeah. Right. No, that, like, immediately got me more excited. Protein jump in three, two, one. <laughs> I do love the way they make space look in these movies because you can tell they're really, they're really pulling influence from Kirby and some of the others. That's beautifully done. 
they make they make space look fantastical. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful, like what you would imagine space to be. Yeah. In fact, I've already defeated Thanos. Let's go home, guys. (laughs) Oh, this is nice. Somebody once told me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Oh god, I destroyed the audio wave on that. It clipped so badly. <laughs> I didn't even know where you were going with it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I get it. gonna have to choke a bitch. I like that he actually screamed when he got his arm caught off, because that says a lot about, like, the pain there. Because we see people take a lot of hits in these movies and just, like, get up smiling or whatever. Yeah, it, it it's like, oh, no big deal. Yeah, and so they could have just had him be totally silent when he got his arm cut off. And that would have been annoying. You know, that's one of the things I like about Jackie Chan movie. When you see him fighting, and you'll see him where he like he like starts shaking his hands because like you know I just punched something and my knuckles are killing me, yeah, you know, or yeah. I'm rubbing my leg because that hurt. Right. And I'm just saying you need to have that in every movie. It's kind of like watching John Wick, and you see him like reload guns, but like, oh, that's right. kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That and John Wick double taps everybody. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. It's not one of those, I got shot in the gut, now I'm dead. And it's like, yeah. You used them two days ago. You used the stones to destroy the stones. You should have seen it. It was really funny. That's like a line I'll say when I get my vasectomy. Because <laughs> you have to have balls to do that. I use the stones to destroy the stones. That's <laughs> <laughs> So that's interesting there is that um, is that she says my father mm-hmm. you know, other than she other than Thanos or whatever she's my father So where'd the purple swipe come from in the middle of her face? I don't know. Well, I mean, she's been enhanced and changed and all that stuff, so... I would assume that's probably something Thanos did, because he's vain. <laughs> I, 
I'm just saying, I mean, uh, but she's got this big purple swipe down the middle of her face, swatch on the middle of her face, so that says something. Yeah. Something happened. Well, let's see. I'm not even going to try to get my my comic mythology right here because I think Thanos is part Kree because Star Fox is his brother and then their father and I think they're part of the are they Kree or are they something else? Shit, I don't know. Um, I have to look it up. For some reason, I'm thinking that they are. Or like a, like an offshoot of the Kree Empire, kind of like Captain Marvel. Yeah. He didn't have the blue skin, but he was Kree. Now, this is something I really want to point out, even though you haven't seen Far From Home yet. Right. I do want to point this out here, which is, are they talking? And uh, he's talking to the director, which is kind of weird, you know. Oh, that's of, the director? It's one of the directors, Anthony and Joe. I think that's Joe. Huh. Um, and there's Jim Starlin. Huh. You know that was Jim? No, I didn't recognize him yes. the first time I saw this. It's Jim Starlin. Holy shit. Who well, I've got to say, I mean, some people are like, oh, but I, he's kind of badass looking, dude. I like Jim Starlin. Um, but yeah. I think it's kind of awesome him having a cameo in the movie. Yeah. And plus, he's, he's just a cool guy to talk to. Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. He's someone who got his hand fucked up by the soda machine, right? Yep. Man, poor guy. I was uh, just telling uh, Camelot and Overton about that uh, last week. Why not? Like this. Um, I probably already missed the line. I was talking over it. Let everybody hug it out. Have a nice cry. We're still men. Men is what we are. He says, he says, you know, when Thanos, you know, like this thing, there you go, Thanos should have killed us all of us, right? So he said, he has told the support group that Thanos is the one responsible for what's happened. Right, right. And Spider-Man Far From Home, they call it the blip. And they're like, you know, no one really knows what happened, but Captain America, Steve Rogers, they know that Steve Rogers, right? Right. He, he makes no, you know, his his identity is not a secret. Right. Has right. said Thanos did this. How? Why is it that they just refer to it as the blip and far from home, and like no one knows what happened? I'm like, um, no, I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, that's inconsistent. Because even even if it is only a handful of people. Those people are telling other people, I go to a therapy group led by Captain America. The guy who fought Thanos. Right. And he's like, yeah, there was this big-ass purple dude named Thanos. And uh, and they went and killed him afterwards, but there was nothing they could do to save everybody's life. Uh, here, here we have Paul uh, Rudd looking as he did at 15. Yeah. And looking as he will at 70. Oh. I don't understand, like, Paul Rudd and, and Keanu Reeves. That's not, that's not right. I think they drink the blood of virgins. Well, Keith Richards does that, but, I mean... <laughs> Keith Richards also does a lot of coke. 
But you know what? The, to be honest, though, we only first met Keith Richards when he was in his quote unquote twenties. <laughs> For all we know, he could have already been in his like hundreds. <laughs> what? Well, I'm one of the ancients. <laughs> I've seen things you can't imagine. This scene is so great. Because, I mean, you can see that kid's like, you asshole. Because, <laughs> like, who wouldn't know what happened? Right, it's been five years. Well, you've been in a quantum vortex for five years? <laughs> Get out of here, you piece of shit. <laughs> I wonder if there are any, like, cameos hidden in the names there. I thought that as well. So I can understand why why you would be like, you know, shocked to see your name there. But at the same time, you've been trapped in a quantum vortex for five years. Of course yeah. they're going to think you're dead. Well, yeah, but he didn't know that it was five years. He said that he thought it was just a couple of hours. Well, I would have thought initially until like when the guy lets him out of the car and he's like, hey, how'd I get here? And he's like, we picked this car up five years ago. <laughs> yeah, there's a... I would like to think that conversation happened. And one thing they don't explain here is where is his wife and her stepdad? I would imagine they'd have to be taken in the snap. So who's who's taking care of her? Because she's just kind of living there. <laughs> so you've never seen the TV show The Leftovers, right? No, I haven't. So the, I, I still have to watch season two and three. Um, Leftovers is really good, but in. Um, the leftovers is it's, it's a similar thing where people just disappeared, right? Yeah, like their clothes were left behind, right? But they were just gone, um, and no one knows what happened. They were just there, and it wasn't like it wasn't like a rapture because some some good people were taken away and some horrible people were taken away. They were just right. gone, and I don't think they since I haven't seen season two and three, I don't know if they actually tell you, but um, they never tell you like what happened to them. They're just gone. Yeah. And the show picks up like a couple years, uh, maybe I think a year after the incident. And people are just trying to like move on with their lives. But the one woman um, in it, Carrie Coon's character, um, who did the voice and I think the facial motion capture for Proxima Midnight, hmm. um, who I really like. She was in Gone Girl and uh, she was in Fargo season two or three. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, her character, she's a life insurance like adjuster yeah and she goes around interviewing people for whose relatives have were disappeared right yeah and uh and investigating kind of see like they really disappeared or if they're in hiding or whatever you know for life insurance but her company doesn't pay out anything huh. because there's no proof no one knows what happened to them so they can't say that they're officially dead right so she's going through interviewing these people and stuff but she never pays out anything 
they've never paid out a claim at all. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. So she's really just kind of going around just wasting her time and getting these people, like, not even false hope. She's just really kind of dicking around with them. Right. Um, <laughs> she's like, why are you still here? And he's like, steps around from behind blue glass. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> No, that sounds interesting, though. I mean, mm. I've fallen so far behind on watching shows that I need to get back into it. Dude, The Leftovers is... It was one of those shows when it came on every Sunday night, 10 o'clock. I was parked down here. I'm like, <laughs> nobody bother me. Shut the fuck up. I'm watching Leftovers. <laughs> and I was there in season finale for season one. Holy shit, dude. And the thing is with the show, like it would, it would... I think I told you about this. You would, you would be watching the episode and you get to the end and it would kind of end on like this mini like kind of cliffhanger like okay what's going to happen like in one of them I think I comes home and there's like a like a wolf at his back door right yeah. um, or I don't think it was a dog it may have been a wolf and he's kind of wondering like what are you doing here like where did this thing come from and then the next episode it's two weeks later <laughs> they don't tell you anything that happened like it's just and it would just jump like that you would expect the next episode to pick up after the other one no we would just be like here now we're a month later yeah, and <laughs> it was an interesting way of just kind of like saying, like, I'm not going to tell you anything about what happened to me. You know, if you found out like what happened here, where this person was, or anything, just no, nope, here we go. Yeah, but it was such a good show. I I like that Steve hears like talking about how there's fewer ships in cleaner water and all that. And yep, it's like you know, why was Thanos wrong? Well, except for when you see um. Too. You see San Francisco, and it's all that trash on the street oh, that they've true. never come and picked up. That's true. By the way, what'd you think of uh, Captain Marvel's haircut? What's a haircut? It's a very mature haircut. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I know you're not really it's a very, of short it was a hair. very, I'd like to speak to your space manager haircut. <laughs> space manager. Uh, I, I get the feeling, impression that you dug it. I don't like super dig it, but I mean, I, I think it's a pretty good look on her. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, it should be apparent to anybody who's seen anything on the channel that I prefer short hair more than you do. No, so yeah. now I'm all about the long hair, baby. I mean, I, I I enjoy both a lot, but I do like Scarlett Johansson's uh, like makeup free look here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it it just it just makes sense. Like you know, she's just running operations. You know, yeah. I <laughs> know <laughs> you know that poor guy. Yeah, we can go with that. Like a micro person, we don't have that property. (laughs) No! (laughs) 
Tell me, is it is it acro year or a core year? No idea. In the Micronauts comic book, the one character, um, which I think is the one that Marvel owns because they don't own the, the Baron Garza, whatever it is. Hmm. It's uh, his name is spelled like A C R O Y E A R, and I think there's always been a debate: is like, is it acro year or a core year? Hmm. Um, even uh, Webcrawler and I were having that uh, that conversation. <laughs> he just takes her sandwich. <laughs> See, I don't understand why they're like, it's crazy, it's crazy, it doesn't work when it's like, you live in a universe with fucking aliens. Well, because I think you have to, like, even when you live in a universe with aliens... Um. Okay, so let's let's take our world right now, right? And we think about the universe and how big it is and stuff. You you have to kind of like limit your your imagination to say that yes, I know potentially there is more out there beyond just this, right? Right. Um. But I can't I can't really think about that too much. I would drive myself insane. So knowing that there are aliens out there and there's magic and there's science beyond belief, right? You still have to kind of in, like believe or envision that there are limits to certain things, or else you you were like, okay, that means anything can be done, and I would just drive myself insane. So I'm gonna say, you know what? Things like time travel, it potentially, but no, because I mean maybe, but I'm saying if a big purple man like came down out of space and snapped his fingers and was like, "Hi, motherfucker! Half of the life in the universe is gone." And then I turn around and half of everybody I knew was gone and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so. <laughs> I think that's again where you, you just, you have to say, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't think about that anymore because that's, that's so, that power, that type of, of just infinite, like, possibilities, it's nuts. And you, you know what, what I think it, is really crazier and would drive somebody even more insane is to have like an Iron Man, a Captain America, an Ant-Man, a Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, before my biggest thing was like, shit, man, I got all these rich people. Here I am poor. It's like, you know, <laughs> and, and I just want to, I don't even want to have to be rich. I don't even want like the super elevated status. I just want to not have to, you know, worry about, you know, where, you know, if I can pay all my bills or hope that something like a medical thing doesn't pop up because I don't have any money in the bank. Now it's like, not only am I poor and have to contend with rich people, but now I got people that can like fly and do shit that I can't do. It's like, it, it would just make you feel even lower on the totem pole. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but it's like, this is a world that's already seen like several alien invasions. <clears throat> oh, two. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's two more, that's a full 200% more than we have encountered here. Uh, that you believe. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, there's, you know, one of our favorite bands, they get their name from the fact that it's been here, so. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, Queen, right? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't trust that Elizabeth. 
<laughs> no, but like the Foo Fighters, right? That's yeah, where they yeah. get the name from. So, I mean, now I'm not saying that, that Dave Grohl's a believer or, or, or anything, but I'm just saying, but, you know, uh, I hear Dave Grohl fucked a Sasquatch once. I have to say, she was probably like the hottest Sasquatch you would ever meet. Like, if you saw her, you wouldn't believe. Like, that's a Sasquatch? No, there's no way that's a Sasquatch. Yep, and I fucked her. And you know why? Because I can do this. I wonder how old Morgan is. I'm really curious about that. Uh, the character or the actor? The character. She's got to be younger than five. Well, maybe not. That's what I'm curious about. So, Stark says he had this dream, right? Mm-hmm. And they had a kid, and his name was Morgan, blah, blah, blah. And then he's asking Pepper if she's pregnant. She says no, right? He was in outer space for what, a couple months? Yeah. Or at least a month, right? Um, he said he was on day 27. Okay, so. That's recording. Or 21. She actually could have been pregnant while he was away. Oh, she, she just didn't know. Oh, uh, maybe. I'm wearing shirts now. Yeah. Or it could just be that it's not Tony's kid. Or it could be. <laughs> She's too white to be roadies, so at least. Dodge the bullet there. <laughs> and Bucky's like, dude, I was dead. There's no way. <laughs> It's a freaky necromancy. I'm just saying that, like, there could be this moment where she, like, hulks out a couple of years down the road. It's like, wait, wait a damn minute. I was going to say, by, by that age, she's already thrown her first temper tantrum. So I think we're good. <laughs> a little person. captions identify him as Smart Hulk. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, these kids are damn good actors. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, that's just Mark Ruffalo in this big, huge, like, shoulder-padded thing. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we're, we're meeting the Hulk, not some guy in, like, a oversized football shoulder-pad thing. <laughs> Take the damn camera. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Take the goddamn phone. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce. That moment that he's silent, just staring at her, he's remembering all the times he's had sex with her. I don't know if they ever did, though. Uh, but it's interesting, though, we're actually talking about her no-makeup look, mm-hmm. but just then, when she's talking to Smart Hulk, there, she's got some makeup on. <laughs> just because prudish Disney doesn't want to talk about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. <sighs> Thank you. 
Now he's thinking about all the times he didn't get to bang Aunt May. Parker got snapped before he could make his move. Actually, that's probably a good thing. It's like, now the bitch can't talk. <laughs> no one ever know that I banged on Hottie. <laughs> Not even happy. <laughs> this is a great scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks really good with the gray hair. Yeah, he does. But, okay, so what I love about that scene is that, in his mind, he's hoping that it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. And then when it works, he's just like, like, shit, it works, so now i got to do something. But also, shit, it worked. <laughs> you know, that's, God, that's... So, yeah, that's a really well-written scene. It really pisses me off that this kid has been getting bullied. For this. It's like, it's a child. Leave her alone. Why is she getting bullied? Because, uh, you know, I'm really not 100% sure. I, I think one thing was that um, there were some people who didn't like her performance, but it's like... Really? Yeah. For, like, all with the, like, seven minutes in the movie she's in? Right. But I also think there were some people who were hounding her about, like, getting autographs or something like that. And, like, they were hassling her family and stuff because, like, oh, we want to meet her, we want to talk to her, and, like, leave us alone. <laughs> meet her and talk to her? What? She's just, she's like a, like a six-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to talk to her about? Hold on, I gotta, I gotta pull this up because I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to spout off a bunch of bullshit that didn't actually happen. I just know that, like, there's been a lot of talk about her getting bullied. Okay. I hate that, you know, that I know I'm going to get bullied a lot because, you know, I have such a love for Gwyneth Paltrow, even if she is crazy as a freaking loon, right? And, I, I mean, I've just gone off with the media reports and that kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. But, dude, I do love me some Gwyneth Paltrow. I, I can't help it. She is very attractive. She is a very attractive woman. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, Avengers Actor 7, who played Tony Stark's daughter, begs fans, please don't bully my family. And even if, if, if good old Gwenny here is kind of like, you know, a little off her rocker, mm -hmm. I think she could be brought back. <laughs> I don't think there's ever bringing anybody back from being off her rocker. I think there is. I think you can. I think you can just be like, look, 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 you know? Just, just, you know, stop. Just stop. You know the shit you're doing? Stop! See, yeah. it's, it's a lot of statements from her parents saying that she's being bullied, but they don't elaborate on it.
Yeah, I think I think they're just feeling overwhelmed by people like hounding them in public for autographs and stuff. I tell you right now, if I saw her in public, I wouldn't know who she was. She's oh, yeah, just some other like just little seven-year-old obnoxious kid. <laughs> and I'm not saying anything bad about her. I'm just saying I look at her and be like, oh, it's just some other seven-year-old obnoxious kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Trolls in the comments, stuff like that. Uh, making fun of her appearance. Well, I mean, you know what? They, they, I'm sure those people did a lot better. Um, had a lot better performance when they were uh, in Avengers. Right. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You were in the Avengers, then you can. What's the uh, what's the seven year old equivalent of shut the fuck up? Right. Oh, it's shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, it, it makes me think of like the people who would troll. Um, Frankie Muniz on Twitter, and they'd be like, dude, your movies suck, and be like, yeah, well, being retired by the time you're 18 doesn't suck, so fuck off, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what sucks about that is that uh, even if you, tr you have to constantly troll Frankie Muniz. What's that? You have to constantly troll Frankie Muniz. Okay, why? Hmm? Why? So apparently he had a lot of concussions as a kid, and like, he doesn't remember filming Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me that. Right, and so, like, even if you trolled him like last week, he probably doesn't remember. So you got you got like troll him all <laughs> over again this week. Or <laughs> else you're just wasting your time, really. Dude, we're I'm like, trying to go to bat for him. Give me a break here. <laughs> remember, remember, remember that shit I said about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> He's got like a tattoo on his leg where it says like "Remember Malcolm in the Middle." <laughs> He's got his filmography tattooed all over him like Memento. <laughs> Frankie M. You're Frankie M. <laughs> I was hoping you are going to get the, the Memento reference. Right. Oh, shit. We were talking about, during, I think it was Justice League, we talked about uh, Entertainment Weekly, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I was getting Entertainment Weekly back in the day, Memento came out the same like time frame as uh, the first Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. And they had this, I don't remember who drew it. Because uh, it was like it was one of the artists for Internet Weekly, and it was um, it was like just a, a chest uh, the guy from Memento with all these tattoos, but they were all tattoos from the Hobbit. It said like "Remember Bilbo Baggins" and all that kind of stuff. It was the coolest thing. Yeah, it, it was so awesome. Actually, I think we were talking about uh, Entertainment Weekly in between recordings. Mm. I like his sunglasses here too. I, I really like the sunglasses that Stark does. I wonder if those are the Edith sunglasses. I think they are. The Edith sunglasses. From Far From Home. Oh, uh, maybe? No, no, because those are more square. Okay. Those are square and they're actually smaller frames. I thought you were pulling a Frankie on me just a minute ago. Like, like Edith? What? And I was like, oh, jeez, Liz. We're going to have to do all these things all over again. <laughs> Remember that Let's Watch We Did Justice League? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're recording this? <laughs> No, I say it's like, it's like, haven't you seen that movie yet? Like, no, it's like, you actually have. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a couple of conversations like that. Of, like, movies that you've shown me, and I'd, you'd be like, you remember this? And you're like, what? No. And you'd have to well, give me the rundown. That's my fault for showing you movies like 3 o'clock in the morning. We can, like, <laughs> barely keep our eyes open. There's been a couple that I've fallen asleep in the middle of.
I bet that shield would be great for sledding on. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Not when you get, like, like the speed would just be fantastic. If you hit anything, you wouldn't die. <laughs> well, the you impact. would. The shield would be fine. <laughs> well, the shield would absorb the impact for you. Oh, that's true, yeah. That is an appetizing-looking taco. Hell yeah, I mean, where do you go to get a taco that's just that packed full of stuff that's, oh, yeah. like, falling out, dude? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I just gotta say this, right? And I, I, I hate whenever we talk about it, like see women and like, different things or whatever. Guys always like, you know, she looks hot, she looks hot or whatever, right? Yeah, you know, I think I've already established that how much I like Nebula as a character, right? But anyway, just then when she's walking up and everything, she looks so hot. I mean, not like Nebula stuff, but just like I love her her walk and everything. Yeah, that demeanor. I love how like the the truck is so heavy in the back is scraping the ground. Right, that's beautiful. I really like the buildings in New Asgard. They oh, yeah. Really nice. Everybody lost half their people. Okay, so I, so I do have a problem with this, right? When. You big baby. Um, <laughs> uh, so, in Infinity War, Thanos shows up on a ship, you know, blah, 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 blah. He wrecks some shit, and, uh, and then the ship blows up because the Guardians of the Galaxy come, Guardians of the Galaxy come through, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Thor slams into the windshield. There's only one spaceship with the Asgardians on it. Thanos blew it up. Yeah. How did half of them survive? Well, how did sorry? How did some of them survive? That's a good question. Because he didn't. They say you know, hey, he lost half his people. No, he lost more than half his people because a bunch of them died when the spaceship blew up, mm -hmm. and then what was left, half of them died. So he lost like three quarters of his people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. But I don't know how the other one survived. Oh my god! Oh my god! So good. <laughs> Oh, it just makes me so sad to see him like this. <laughs> Korg is so awesome. <laughs> I wonder it was hard for, for Taika Waititi to sit there and, like, as a director being directed by somebody else. Right. Be like, okay, so I created this character, and um, I think I know better, like, how he would act in this situation. Just, no, no, no. I was just about to say we should call Bruce Willis and ask him. <laughs> I love that they're getting trolled. Thank you very much, I will. 
Why do they call him Smart Hulk? Why couldn't they just call him Professor Hulk? <laughs> oh wait, Meek's alive. <laughs> God, I love Ragnarok. Oh, this is just giving me PTSD flashbacks of all the cosplay we've seen. Oh yeah, God, oh the fat dwarves. Thankfully, none of them have tried to go the shirtless route. Thank goodness. But you know what? None of them actually have a scar over the eye. Ah, yeah. Who's Martha? So you know something that's funny is when Thor meets his mom, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, you know. You're not my Thor, are you? He's like, yeah, of course I am. Except for you he's got two different colored eyes, right? <laughs> and I think I kind of know. And he's also like 400 pounds heavier. Right. He's <laughs> wearing different clothes. I, I, see, I love that. I love that little moment because it's like he's such a, he's, he's just such a brainless jock that he doesn't think about all that. <laughs> like, no, no, it's still me. <laughs> it's a very Christian kind of thing. <laughs> I like how Korg's like shoulders have ripped through like a shirt. Yeah. Actually, no, he didn't. He lied to you. Yeah. It's like it's it was like really funny. <laughs> He's like, uh, he's like, what? No, I, it's like, I don't, I don't like the Hulk. I like Banner. He's like, he's like, he's smiling. He's like, he's the other one's like, oh, I ran. He's like, like Banner, no, I like you, I like the Hulk. <laughs> he's sitting there. It reminds me of the end of Dodgeball, where you start singing Milkshake. <laughs> I will say, I think it's interesting um, from our podcast where we talked about Infinity War, right? Yeah. You know, which it, it kind of sucks that, that the podcast was done a year ago. Right. And we're just not getting around to posting it. But um, that some of the stuff we talked about in game was going to be right. actually came to fruition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here's Hawkeye being cooler than before. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, I know here, for a fact. Here's a Comey being a petty bitch. <laughs> I know for a fact that this is going to be evidence in the murder trial. <laughs> Do you think that Comey didn't die, Mister One Eighty Two? Yes, he deserved to die. I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> Yeah, see here here he is, he's he's pulling out a katana. Oh yeah, look at that. That's a cool weapon right there. You know, now this poor Japanese man's like, Daddy Daddy, what's happening? He's just like fucking killing him with a sword. Like cool people do. He killed me, Mal. He killed me with a sword. <laughs> not yet, you not you so I haven't watched Serenity yet, so you don't get to laugh at that joke. <laughs> 
then once you watch Firefly, and then you watch Serenity. Yeah. Right? I'll do all that. And I'm going to wait until you're feeling your most jovial. And I'm going to say to you, I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> okay. And that's just, just going to be like, you'll be like, that's going to be like your Martha. <laughs> I know, because it's my fucking Martha. Bold of you to assume that I'm going to remember that. <laughs> oh, no, you won't. I don't even remember character names and shit. You will remember that moment. You will remember. And everyone that's listening to this right now is like, oh, yeah, you're going to remember. <laughs> now, I love this part here. Oh, you mean when Hawkeye's being cool? When Black Widow shows up and oh, he yeah. knows she's there. Yeah. It's because he's been spending all this time learning how to be a ninja. And he already knew how to be a ninja. <laughs> I do hate his haircut, though. I like his like I don't give a shit haircut. Uh, I just I don't like it. It's, it's too Hitler Youth rally. It's like a cross between a faux hawk and a Hitler Youth rally, and I hate it. I do like his tattoo sleeve though. His tattoo sleeve looks awesome. I never thought I would want a tattoo sleeve until I saw that, and I was like, that's actually badass. I hear that Sony and Disney might work out the deal for Spider-Man. <laughs> don't, don't <give> <laughs> uh, and, and here we are back to Hawkeye crying like a little bitch like he used to do in the old movies. Now, you, he's not crying. That's just water in the rain in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, Scott Pilgrim's excuse, too. Oh, if I pee my pants, would you pretend I just got wet from the rain? <laughs> it's not raining, Scott. <laughs> Beer in his beard. <laughs> Lebowski. I love it. Ratchet, how's it going? Rocket, take it easy. You're only a genius on Earth, pal. God, I love Rocket. <laughs> yeah. Those suits do look really cool. No, you're being very hopeful. I'm being careful. These are pin particles, right? Ever since Hank Pym got snapped out of existence, this is it. This is what we have. Let's not make it any worse. <laughs> then he drops it. <laughs> he didn't drop it. He accidentally uses it. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I'd forgotten. Now, cool shirt. now if, if the hair swooped down in front of his face, right? Yeah. I would agree with the Hitler Youth Rally thing. But since it is more spiky... Uh... Yeah, it's some guy who got back from the Hitler Youth Rally and he watched an old 2008 Markiplier video and was like, I want a faux hawk, and so he brushed it up. That's what happened. That's how that haircut came to existence. Let me ask you a question. When all this is over, you're going to go back home and you're going to take that... That uniform of yours, you know, sticking it back in your closet, never wear it again. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> you haven't seen that movie, so you can't laugh at that. Which movie was that? Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah, I still haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. That's the only Tarantino I haven't seen. And Once Upon a Time. Yeah, yeah, well, I, 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 that's still in theater, so that's still fair game. Well, that's what um, Aldo Reigns, uh, Brad Pitt's character, says to the people, like the Nazis he had. Uh, um, 
that he uh, that he finds, right? Yeah. And um, and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna put that uniform in the back of my closet, and I'm never gonna touch it again. I'm never gonna wear. See, I thought that was something Monica Lewinsky said. No. <laughs> That's a completely different story. So, uh, so he, he he's like, I can't have that, right? And he goes because you know, I can't have you just pretending like this didn't exist and no, and people not knowing what you did. Yeah. And so he carves a swastika into their forehead so that everyone would know who they were. Jeez. Oh, dude, it's so fucking bad. That's crazy. You know, the only thing that that whole Monica Lewinsky thing taught me, right, which is probably one of the most disappointing things about her. What? She doesn't swallow. (laughs) You know, halfway through that remark, I was like, I'm not going to finish this. I'm not going to finish this. And then, and then, like the like the spirit of John Wayne hopped into me, which is good, you know, which is saying something because he was like a known racist, and he was like, "I'm not gonna finish it." I'm like, "The hell, I'm not." And he was just like, "Oh, jeez." <laughs> oh, I like how he's got those uh, those HDMI ports on his uh, uniform there, so you just yeah. plug right on in and watch anything. <laughs> oh yeah. Damn kids leaving your toys around everywhere. <laughs> you know one one thing about uh, one thing about Monica Lewinsky though is uh, you know she she didn't catch nearly as much crap as certain other people for taking a knee for her country. So. Well, that's true. That's the difference between. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, you know what, you, you said something that overshadowed what I said, and then, and then I was like, no, 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 you know, I've got to be the bastard here. No, no, no. Just kidding, just gonna, just gonna reel that one back in here. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, when I was a kid, an athlete took a knee, they literally took a knee. Uh, well, you know, that's the thing, um. You know, with uh, it being in the White House, and you know, it's like I'm, I'm, I was trying to find a good like <laughs> catching balls reference, but I just I couldn't make it happen. I'm sorry. Well, I was talking about the figure skating thing. Figure skating thing? Yeah, when she broke the the girl's kneecap in the figure skating championship. Tanya Harding. Yeah, you said Monica Lewinsky, didn't you? Yeah, but then, like, with the second thing I said, when an athlete took a knee, they literally took a knee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Okay. I was changing the subject. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good Trying good. to help you out, and you just wouldn't have any well, You weren't very, like, you weren't very good about it. You're like, be, like, super obvious. You kind of had to be. I thought we were still on, like, Monica Lewinsky. Jeez, whiz. I just can't win with you. Now, is it true that, like, the, um... Ah oh, shit! Now, now, uh, no, fine. I'm already into it now. I was gonna say, is it true that the people that do like the the casting couch videos got the idea from the Lincoln bedroom? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> but <laughs> oh god, Man, I I I see stuff that like centers around like 
the casting couch or centers around like the bang bus or whatever, and I just think that's gotta be the nastiest thing. Like you you just like go within three feet of it and you can just feel the stickiness. Well, I think that leather wipes up pretty good. Uh, I'm sure it probably does, but I mean I'll bet I wouldn't want to go anywhere near that with some luminol. Well, you know what, though? No, I think they probably just wipe it down, though, but they probably don't get in the cracks or, like, or take the cushions off and, like, clean. Right, right. Oh, my God. There's probably, like, some... I Like, if you were to, like, m- like pull, like, a microscope or whatever, and there's probably, like, some, like, small, like, seahorse, like, people, like, oh, living God. in the cracks of that. <laughs> like, little oh, look, like, Hulk, Hulk is eating Hulk, Hulk of burning fudge. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Rock is so funny. <laughs> Fuck you, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> you know I, you know I hate Bradley Cooper. Yes, yes I do. You should have seen it. It was really funny. Well, she wasn't there. I, I filmed it into a fail video, <laughs> edited in air horns and fire emojis. It was epic. Got 42 hits on YouTube. Only 42? Yeah, I'm sure she doesn't have many subscribers. She lives in outer space. She's got to have tons. That, that means she's just got a wider net of people to compete against. That's true. Plus, I really, I would like to think that in outer space, that there's like a better version of YouTube, like in, a in space, outer space tube. You know, we can hear you stream. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's good. Lost friends. Lost family. Lost part of us. All except for Jeff. He doesn't have anyone. He hates everyone. No friends, no family. That's kind of what makes Jeff cool, though. <laughs> Why are you coming with us, Jeff? And he's like, ah, fuck you! <laughs> I want to time travel, bitches! He just walks around, just hits everybody's like, like return thing. <laughs> and they all return before they left. Like, damn it, Jeff! We had one shot! And that's when he like rips off his mask. He goes, "I'm not Jeff. I'm Bitch Button." Like, now all y'all get to taste the Bitch Button. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to go into like every Scooby Doo video like ever and change like the like the the bad guy at the end until he pulls off the mask and it's Bitch Button. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out who the real fan of the, uh, the theme for, uh, fun park was. Like, Bitch Puddin! It's like... <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, War Machines helmet was actually his war machine helmet. The Tony's was just a time travel helmet. Because Tony didn't bring his suit with him. Oh, yeah. And it's where war machine, um, because he's got those Lieutenant Dan legs, he's wearing his full (laughs) suit. Magic legs. Yeah, this is the the clip I was talking about, the camera panning around. God, I love it. The clip you're talking about from the Justice League video. Yeah, yeah. 
Everybody, watch our Justice League. Let's watch. Yeah, he's like, watch it too. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then, like, stare at the screen while we talk about a movie that we can't show. Well, then you should be watching it on your own, or maybe just maybe just just listening to us just talk about shit. Yeah, just just stare at us on the YouTube. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my opponent's a car. <laughs> Ooh, look at me, I'm hitting the car. Oh, it might hit me back. It's, this is actually kind of fun. I do love this little retcon here. I love this whole thing, dude. Yeah. For, for so many reasons. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, Smart Hulk. Professor Hulk does not look anything like Savage Hulk. So, why do they think that anybody would be fooled by that is him beyond there? Yeah. You're about five So, I just gotta say, that line right there is awesome. Yeah. You're five years too early. I already know where my life is gonna end. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That is crazy. She's like, I know everything's going to happen, but apparently she only knows it up to when she dies. Yeah. <laughs> I love how, how clumsy and ungraceful he is. Okay, so I want to take you... I want you to put on the straight jacket suit and sorry. <laughs> uh, Rocket's outfit with like a little kind of scarfing around his neck. Yeah. Reminds me of like Strider or somebody like that. I can't place it exactly, but something yeah. about it reminds me of of that. It does feel a little medieval in some ways. Yes, you should see it. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> What on fans, this is God of Thunder here. Today we're gonna watch my mum die. It's total cringe. <laughs> she thinks she can take on Dark Elves and win. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> right, but before we get into it, make sure to like, favorite, and subscribe. <laughs> Yeah. And where's my brother Loki? He's down there in jail where he'll never get out. And then all of a sudden, like, the, the ship comes by, like, curse, like, busts out and everything and breaks the glass. Wrong! <laughs> like, a big stamp. Boom! Fail! 
cute sound effects of explosions. I love seeing, like, Star-Lord with no music. Yes, it's so good. Because that's how I always pictured things uh, with Baby Driver. Oh, uh, it sounds real cool to him, but people watching him yeah, yeah. what's going on. Like, he thinks he's doing all this, like, beautiful choreographed dancing and stuff, and everybody's like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that means. It, watch, watch each other's backs. Okay. <laughs> Could have said that. Well, they're all military guys. I feel like I'm about to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting that even like even though there are people in Asgard, there are people in these alien worlds, they're still referring to it as, like, 2014. Yeah. Because it's like... I mean, I can see why... I can see why Nebula would think of it that way, since she'd been on Earth for a while, but... You know, there's plenty of people who just would not use that year convention. Yeah. Well, okay, so... I told you I was listening to the Wild Cards uh, audiobook, right? Mm-hmm. And they're talking at one point, they're talking about Dr. Tachyon... And they're they're like uh he's he's before the um the House uh un Americans uh committee. because um, it basically is the, the whole um McCarthyism thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he's being grilled by them and they're like, you know, uh it's like you say you're from the planet Tacus. Where's the planet Tacus? I've never heard of the planet Tacus, right? And he was like, Where is that at? And, and I'm like, Yeah, but and that maybe it wasn't you I had the conversation with, right? Which is, if there are aliens out there, right? Yeah. And let's say we meet aliens. We don't have the same names for planets that they have. Right. So, at some point, we're going to have to say, okay, well, this is what we call our planet, and this is what you call that same planet, right? Right. Like, it's okay. It's like, we call our planet Earth. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, to us, you were planet Bob. All right. So, <laughs> um, so, but, you know, this is you know, Mercury. And I'm like, uh, okay, to us, that's like, you know, shit rock five. And it's like, <laughs> shit rock five. <laughs> like, that's, 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 that's kind of cruel. It's going to be the name of my new band. <laughs> we are like, shit rock five. CDs are in the back. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm sorry. It's like, uh, don't blow me. No, don't blow me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I told him this means peace among worlds. Um, so, so we're gonna we're gonna have to come together and be like, okay, we're gonna have to rename all the planets in our galaxy that we've mm-hmm. named, right? 
or either either come together and rename them or say, okay, uh, we're going to keep the names of these here, but we'll change the names of those there, you know, whatever. Right, right. So for you to be like, you know, hey, you know, this is the the planet. It's like, I never heard of the planet Tachis. Well, shit, you know, you wouldn't because that's what we call it. Right. You, you yeah. know, it's like maize. You call it corn, right? I'm just saying, <laughs> it's like, I so that, that whole thing was like, you know, what you guys are going to name shit differently, yeah. you know? Um, even I know you're talking about like the year thing, but yeah, you're going to name shit differently because our years are based upon, you know, you know, whether you want to agree with it or not, you know, it's based upon like, you know, the, the Christ and, you know, the Bible and all that kind of stuff. Cause you yeah. know, it was AD and BC and then it started over again. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Right. I just but, wanted to point out Tony did bring his Iron Man suit. That's true. So, yeah, but it's, it's the, the nanotech thing. So, ah, Anyway, yeah, sorry, but yeah, no, um, it's just, it's, that is very, uh, that, that has always struck me as very interesting, that, like, Thanos would absolutely not think of it as the year 2014. Right, he'd probably be thinking of something else, because, you know, their, their civilization or whatever started long before that, and... Yeah, and the Asgardians as well. Oh, and this guy right here, this motherfucker right here, right? First off, I just gotta say, um, uh, Agent Sitwell... I can't fucking stand Agent Sitwell. <laughs> yeah, because he's a bald white guy. Fuck people like that. Well, I don't think he's actually white. He's Hispanic. Uh, he was in well, uh, Sicario, the first oh, one. <laughs> but, um, or, I don't, I was, I was, but it's like, you know, Hispanic, Latina, I, I don't know. He's I'm not trying, I'm very white from here. I'm, I'm not saying. trying to be racist. It just, no, but no, I don't like him because of, like, the shit he pulled in, um, in uh, the second Captain America, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. And he trying, he's Hydra, which yeah, we have seen yeah. right here. But no, the other guy, the one that plays Brock Rumlow, right? Um, and I can't think of his name right now, but he's like 55. <laughs> There's, that's not, that's not fair. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing like Paul Rudd, you know, Keanu Reeves, they look good. Dude, you see him? He's a, I mean, like, not only is he, he's kind of, he's kind of cut and build and everything, but he's like in his 50s. I'm like, shit, dude, I'm not 50 and I look like, I'm like two sandwiches away from Thor. <laughs> Eight the stairs. All right, Cap, I got our scepter in the elevator just passing the 84. This is a great scene. Oh, yeah. Evidence secure. Not the list. <clears throat> Frank Grillo, that's his name. Uh, and you see, I hadn't I hadn't finished loading up IMDb. Yet, so I, <laughs> up, I just had to remember his name. I'm sorry. He was born June 8th, 1965, so he's only 54 years old, not 55 uh, years old, so, so excuse me all the hell. <laughs> excuse me all the hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Hell Hydra scene is so good. It is. Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> 
I just like how he just they he just like screws with them and they're like, oh shit, he's Hydra. Like we didn't know. And I mean, obviously everybody likes it for that same reason, but it's, it is just a great scene. Yeah, and the fact that he's he finds it funny enough to do as well. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> I have a hard time imagining that Tony Stark would ever use Axe body spray, but I yes. guess that's the joke. You know what? I take that back. You, you go ahead and make your "That's what she said" joke to that thing. Oh, what the I'm going inside you? Yeah. Uh, no, you already made it. <laughs> Shit, I was trying to get you to say that's what she said. When I'm going inside you? Yes. Gross. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. What do you normally put into a round hole? A square peg. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just trying to make you the peg. <laughs> <laughs> I think it says 2012 door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I watched a VFX um, uh, video on this scene right here. Oh, yeah. And all of this is VFX. Oh, nice. There's no bow, There's no catwalk. There's no back. It's just them on a green screen. Oh, yeah. I would have assumed that. Well, I thought there would have been... Oh, there's no shields either. Okay, that I don't like. <laughs> oh, now neither of them will see those shields again. That looks like it really hurt. I love the scene in uh, in Winter Soldier when he at the elevator scene when he jumps out of the window and he lands. And oh yeah! Boom! With the shield, that's such that's such cool shit. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, now they're both covered in broken glass.
<laughs> I know why he did it, but I really wish that he had stayed as big as he was in the first Captain America movie. Oh, as far as like being all bulked up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely when he looks his best. <clears throat> the Infinity Stones create what you experience as and up close splits. And this may be my new one, not so much. With this new version of it, without our cheap weapon against the forces of darkness, our world will be overrun. Millions will suffer. Tell me, can you science? I'm not a hundred percent sure it would work that way, but well, I mean, because you're actually going to take it right back to the moment it disappears. Yeah. So, like, so like when he leaves with it, he's actually showing back up with it. Yeah. No, I totally understand. I just, I'm I'm, not, I'm, I, I feel like there's like some kind of butterfly effect thing that people are missing here. Well, I was, I was explaining like that. Where like it's not like, well, I'm bringing it back to you, but I'm bringing it right back. You know, the exact right. same moment. Yeah. No, I mean, clearly the stone is never gone. It's just that. I think it's just the whole thing of, you know, they've changed so much just in doing what they've done, even if the stones were never taken from their place. So, like, this conversation now right. is something that's taken place that didn't take place before. I wonder how she got those cuts. Yeah, I was wondering about those. I'm sorry. You wonder how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the meme of uh, Joker asking that? Then it cuts to a picture of somebody in uh, Joker cosplay eating red popsicles. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I believe it if it was one of those long, flat, like, uh, cherry Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, those things would turn into, like, little, like, straight razors, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude. I was done. My tongue looked like a freaking, like, you know, paper doll cut out. Like some shit out of Tom and Jerry. You could stab the fuck out of somebody with a candy cane once it gets sharp enough. That's why they're not allowed in prisons. Jolly Ranchers and candy canes? Nope. It would just be my luck that if I was going to get shanked, it'd be by a fucking piece of candy. Yeah. I love, like, all those names. Proxima Midnight, Ebony Maw. Yeah. But Ebony Maw just means black mouth. <laughs> which is not nowhere near as cool as Ebony Maw. Right. Yeah. Gypsy Danger. You know, there's just lots of cool names. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Romeo Blue? No, Romeo Blue was uh, <sighs> Romeo Blue was Lenny Kravitz's 
original name before when he was doing music before he became Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> before he actually went by his real name of Leonard Kravitz because only he can make Leonard sound cool. Right. Or or Lenny. I mean there's only two like famous Lennies, Lenny Kravitz and Lenny from Mice and Men. And <laughs> <laughs> and he definitely overshadows the other one. Um uh let's see. So I think it's Romeo Tango. And uh Cherno Alpha, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Here's a bunch of them that weren't in the movies that have really cool names. Yeah. Yeah, but how do you come up with a name like Gypsy Danger? That I mean, it's just, it sounds cool. Yeah, it's very cool. But I when like you it. think about it, it's like, yeah, Gypsy Danger, that's kind of like... Mildly yeah, racist? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of stupid. <laughs> kind of stupid. Gypsy Danger, I'm like what? But no, it's yeah, cool. this is my mech, Goyen Kuspa. <laughs> now I'll say it. I, I dig Rene Russo too. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you haven't seen like a. Uh, Lethal Weapon or anything like that yet. But she's really awesome in Lethal Weapon. I even like her in um, Free Jack, which isn't a great movie, but I do like Free Jack and the other way she's been in. She's got large hands. I don't mean that in a bad way. You know what they say about women with large hands? Oh, yeah. They're probably men. God. <laughs> oh God, my stomach hurts from laughing. <laughs> I, I was just trying to like make the joke before you did. <laughs> I know. I was totally not expecting it to go there. Mina Kunis, you still here? <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% the only reason I bought Black Swan. Really? Oh, yeah. I still haven't seen it yet. It It's worth for that scene. It's not a bad movie. It's just not, like, a great movie. It didn't stand out as being incredible or anything. It's got some good, like, creepy moments. Yeah, that's what I hear. But, uh... I mean, I, I highly recommend it. I would say watch it at least once, but, like, the only reason I bought it was because I, I saw that it had Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis in it, and it was, like, this, this, uh, what was it, this, like, devastating sex thriller or whatever, I was like, I'm gonna get this just in case they make out. And they do, and it's great. That's why you have to watch, well, I should say that's why you have to watch. Bound is a good movie, anyway, and I've talked about it several times before, but, uh, yeah, they... Gina Gershon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love me some Gina Gershon. And, and, and Jennifer Tilly, too. Don't get me wrong. Jennifer Tilly is... She's all kinds of fantastic. But <laughs> Sorry. But I just gotta say, I can't... Uh, as much as I love Jennifer Tilly, and as hot as I think she is, right? And, you know, and her, her acting and everything else. She is an actress. Right, which automatically makes her duplicitous, um, <laughs> and she's like a like a 
world championship like poker winner. Yeah. <laughs> which also makes her duplicitous. Right. So I'm like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no. I'd be interested in watching a poker championship sometime. Yeah, I think it'd be boring as hell. It probably would be, but I just I kinda like the thought of like studying people's faces and seeing if you can read what they're doing. But and when I say like actors are duplicitous, I'm not talking about just actors, I'm talking about actors too, because their whole thing is like, hey, you know, I've got to pretend to be somebody else, which means that they could be lying to you about everything and you wouldn't know because, well, they're actors. It's kind of what I do is to pretend to be something I'm not. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't actually put the name of the song up there. It just says right. '70s rock music," like <laughs> as if as if like I can just automatically conjure up hmm, the '70s sound. You know, like there's so many songs from the '70s, including disco. I kind of like that he has the trench coat version of Tyler Durden's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so being being a, a poker player, right? Yeah. And you know, like hiding your emotion, all that kind of stuff, and then being like a, a really good actress on top of it, yeah, that just basically means that I'd just be in for all kinds of heartbreak. Just say lockpick. Two syllables. Boom, 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 boom. This is the part where these spikes come out, skeletons on them. You break into a place called the Temple of the Power Stone, which will give you a bunch of booty traps. Um. Pokomi? Yeah. I think Black Widow's still alive. Huh. What makes you say that? Okay, so so stick with me here. Okay. So I'm I'm watching this and I'm thinking, okay, he says, what's that? She says, the tools of a thief, right? And I'm thinking, when Captain America goes and puts all the stones back, he also has to have a a Milano or some kind of ship to fly to Morag to put that stone back so that so the quill can steal it. Uh-huh. Right? And then go to the next place, right? Because that's the thing, the the stones can take you to like wherever you are, whatever they can't just transport you across the universe, right? Yeah. Um, or um, maybe they can because like Rocket and Thor just appeared on Asgard, but I don't think they can take you to. Um, well, I guess they can't take you to Morag, right? So maybe he doesn't need a ship, right? But he's got yeah, he's still yeah. got to put that thing back, right? Right. He also has to go to Vormir and put the Soul Stone back. Mm-hmm. He has to put the Soul Stone back, right? When it was taken. So if you put the Soul Stone back, right? Right. At the moment it was taken, then he could have stopped them from sacrificing themselves. Right. Huh. Well, not sacrifice, but like if I put the soul stone back, right? There's nothing to say that I can't get that person back because only thing you see is people taking it and using it, right? right. Hmm. But and, and maybe that's the thing. It's like you've got to sacrifice them, but it's because there's no. Believe that everyone's ever going to bring it back. Whoever gives, whoever gives up power freely, right? Right. And normally, when power is taken from you, 
it's not to block it away. It's because someone else wants that power. Right. So the idea is that the soul someone never come back because if you didn't keep it, someone else would just take it from you and use it. But what if you took the stone back? Hmm. Could you then get that person back? Uh, my take on that would be not in the original timeline. Like, I feel like there'd be a split timeline where she can come back. Yeah, but she never really left, though, technically. Technically. It depends on what point he's bringing the stone back, I guess. Well, he's got to bring it right back to the moment it would left. Because it has to be there later for Gamora. He's a traitor. I, I would think that it would still have her because the soul becomes entrapped in the stone. And the stones are kind of existing outside of the confines of time because they're what create the flow of time. Yeah, but but the the soul like you're not just getting you're taking the soul stone from Vormir. You're taking it from the planet. Right. That planet is not the soul stone. I know I know what you're saying. It does go into the, the stone and all that. But you're not taking it from the, the stone from itself. You're taking it from the planet. And the only way you right. get it from that planet is to do that. So if I give it back, can't I then get that person back? It's almost like a like collateral, like a deposit. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully they'll touch on that. I'm just, you know, just curious. Superhero landing. Actually, no, because he didn't do the the fist down. I think he did really briefly. We said it was shot. This this was our shot. We shot it. It's shot. Six stones are nothing. Six stones are nothing. You repeating yourself. You repeating yourself. You repeating yourself. You wanted a time heist. You were on board with the time heist. Is that what I did? Yeah. Are there any other options? No, 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 there's no other options. There's no <laughs> Where are we going? I know for a fact Who's they? What are we doing? Scott. Said. I didn't realize that that's what the bumper sticker said. Dude, love is war. <laughs> well, love is certainly a battlefield. I mean, more wars are fought over love than they are anything else. Yep. 
Oh, war and love, love and hate, love of nothing first create, misshapen chaos of Wilson and form. That's from Romeo and Juliet. Huh. Look at me, I'm Turk 182, I recite Shakespeare. <laughs> I recite Boz Norman's movie, and that's what I recite. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually the the next like one of the scenes that was coming up after what we watched earlier. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, thank you for uh for the hidden figures um project, lady. I appreciate that. Um, I'm just being racist because <laughs> she's a black woman on the military, like science base or whatever, you know. And the... sure. <laughs> Oh, and for all those of you that, that don't remember or whatever, uh, I'm the black one, so. <laughs> I don't want people to get all upset because they can't see us talking. I love the episodes where we have to remind people that you're black. <laughs> That's cool. I'm looking for Arm Zola. Uh, refresh my memory who that is. You hate comic books. You do. I've been you trying do. to catch up on the Marvels. I've been working my way back through the Marvels. Why, why do you say Marvels like Gru? I'm trying to catch up on the Marvels. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. I, I sit on the toilet with the Tesseract. <laughs> um... Arnim Zola was the uh, right-hand man to the Red Skull. Okay. He is the one that later dies and they digitize his brain. Yeah, yeah. Red Soldier. Okay. Yeah, I remember him. And this is actually where they find him at when they go down into the basement and uh, and he has that uh, that line in, in uh, Red Soldier, which I love, when he's like, you know, Arnim Zola was a German scientist and he died, you know, back in this. He's like, and he's like, First of all, Captain, I am Swiss. And, and he's like, second of all, look around you. I've never been more alive. And Toby Jones is great in that role. Yeah. And uh, and Arnim Zola is fantastic. Uh, he's so awesome. I love that scene. And uh, for Captain America, the first Avenger, when the, the guy is painting the Red Skull's portrait. Yeah. And the Red Skull turns on the light and he's like, he's like, Tell me, Zola, what do you think? And the and the painter is sitting there, and he's so fucking nervous because he's like, "If you say you hate it, he's gonna kill me, right?" I'm already scared because I'm painting the the portrait of a guy with a like a red skull for a face, right? right? And if you say you hate it, you know he's gonna you know he's gonna kill me. And then Zola looks at it, and you can tell he has a hard time just looking at the red skull anyway, and he just goes. A masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Oh, I love that. So Toby Jones um, was also the grocery store clerk, or whatever, in the mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. And he he played um, Truman Capote in one of the Truman Capote movies. Hmm. I always get them the two mix up because I watched them practically back to back: the Philip Seymour Hoffman one and the Toby Jones one. Yeah, yeah. Um, one is infamous. And then the other one, I think it's just called Capote. Um, but anyway, and he was good, and both of them are pretty good. Uh, 
But I like Toby Jones. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. That's the chance you turn out exactly. Wow, my dad's a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they how they make that reference and like people are like I don't know who the fuck Mungo Jerry is right and I know a lot of shit I don't know who the fuck Mungo Jerry is let's Google him alrighty uh, uh. God why would she keep that picture of me like right I'm thinking thing is like why that picture of me like when I went after I like got all pumped and shit and I was like kind of hot I want to remember way, him when he was an emaciated geek yeah that way when you tell people like you know yeah this is my boyfriend but, like that guy <laughs> that 90 pound like weakling well I know that guy he used to kick sand in his face at the beach <laughs> and I dig Haley Atwell I think she's cute as can be oh yeah and I love her accent too well he doesn't have a beard they are a British rock group who experienced their greatest success in the early 1970s with a changing lineup that has always been fronted by Ray Dorsett. Oh. The group's name was inspired by the poem Mungo Jerry and the Son Rumple Teaser. Alright, so none of them have beards? Uh, well, just the, the lead guy doesn't seem to have a beard. He's got sideburns. Here we go. Holy shit, there's some other side of me. Wait, is he? <laughs> what is he? It's a good question. I mean, like that one picture like right there, uh, yeah. if you go back. Oh, shit. Oh, God. He yeah. looks like Andre the Giant there. Yeah, he like does. a skinny version of Andre the Giant. <laughs> All right, let me see if you don't mind. They keep sand in my face. <laughs> now I'm giant. <laughs> The rocks ahead, we all be dead. <laughs> so I guess like one, like this, like this guy right here in the band. Yeah, like that guy. Uh, yeah, I can kind of see that. Okay, I've got. I gotta know what one of their songs is. Dude, this guy looks like he looks like fucking Doctor Zayas. <laughs> Oh shit, somebody, there's actually a picture of Dominic Giant amongst all these pictures. <laughs> this picture right here, this black and white one, he looks like Dr. Teeth. He does, yeah. God, that's a lot of, I mean, holy You know what he looks like? He looks like, he looks like the gremlin from the black and white Twilight Zone episode on the wing of the plane. He does, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> He's like, there's a man on the wing! <laughs> There's a criminal on the stage singing music! There's a criminal on the stage singing music! Holy shit, dude. Man, I wish I could grow my facial hair out like Tony Stark's. Here you go. Dog Sheen. Yeah, that uh, is a rough-looking dude there. Yeah, donkey shiny, you too. Nice. <laughs> 
Man, that was a ninja kick to the back of the skull. Ooh. Davis. <laughs> what a beautiful blue eye you have. <laughs> that's uh, that's from Escape from L.A. Huh. When uh, Bruce Campbell's character, this doctor, has uh, Snake Plissken, like, chained up, and he's this weird, like, because it takes place in L.A., so he's this weird cosmetic surgeon kind of guy, and Snake Plissken's all tied up, and he goes up to him, and he's like, what a beautiful blue eye you have. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, Escape from L.A. isn't a great movie. It's good. It's no, it's no Escape from New York, right? Yeah. It's good, but one of the best things about it is when Snake Plissken has to do the uh, the basketball thing where he's got to um, he's got to make ten shots, right? Um, playing full court, <laughs> running back and forth, and the last and the last one he's uh, he's running. He's got to do it in like five minutes or something like that, right? And the last one he's at half court and is and he throws the ball and makes a shot from half court. Yeah, and uh, John Carpenter. Like wanted in like he wanted to be able to show like the ball going in, and he just had to do it over and over again until he made the shot from like half court. <laughs> Man, I remember watching the game and just being so fucking blown away when Red Skull revealed himself. Uh, in a in war, war, yeah, Infinity War, and just being like, "Holy shit!" Yo, yeah, I love the way his cape moves and stuff. Too. Yeah, it's all smoky and billowy. But yeah, it's it kind of awesome for him to bring him back, like, and be like, "This is where he is." Yeah, I hate that it's not Hugo Weaving, but at the same time. You know, Hugo Weaving already said he didn't want to come back and do any more Marvel movies. He was under contract. He was like, I'll do them if I have to. Plus, he probably would have been more expensive than this guy they got. Yeah. Um, and under the makeup, you really can't tell. The right. voice sounds fairly close. I mean, I, I would say fairly close, but honestly, if I hadn't known it wasn't him, I would have sworn it was him. Right. Yeah, Everlasting Exchange. I, I just don't think there's any bringing her back. He does say exchange. I'm just saying, maybe. That doesn't add weight to his argument because he could have literally said anything. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Welcome, Natasha, daughter of Ass Clapper McGee. <laughs> I didn't know my father's name. You think he's right? <laughs> oh, Ass Clapper. I hope he's not right. <laughs> I love this line.
Oh, so we were talking about Sam Pearson. That's what I was thinking. The first time I watched this, I was hoping that, like, with Clint getting that edge to his voice, don't be up decent on me. I thought that he was going to just throw her over the edge. <laughs> it's like, and that's what I hoped. It's like, bitch, I want to see my family. Yeah, <laughs> it's just having this moment of, like, let him lapse into darkness. I thought that would have been badass. It would have been horrible, because no way he could have... He could have looked at his family again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it would have totally ruined his life, but it would have been, like, great that, like, this is the length that somebody had to go to for this. I would have much preferred that. I do like this battle of, like, who's going to kill themselves. Oh, yeah. You win. I'll be the one to jump. Wait, what? No! Nice. He trips and falls over himself. No, we're gonna hang here for the rest of eternity. Now that they're halfway down, what if it's not enough distance for her to actually kill herself and she just like falls and breaks both of her legs? So interesting thing, right? I read this thing on Reddit, right? It was on Today I Learned, uh -huh. and it was, uh, and I, I don't know, I'd have to look it up for sure, but it was like, there's no difference between falling 30,000 feet and falling 500 feet because you hit, like, terminal velocity at 500 feet. Yeah. Which I'm like, that means that technically speaking, you could survive a fall from 30,000 feet. Uh, I've, I've I read about a woman who survived a two-mile drop out of a plane. See, that's the kind of shit that I really don't need to hear. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's really worrisome. Well, the reason I say it is because my thing has always been, if I'm on an airplane and the plane's going down, I'm going to open the emergency door and jump out. Because I'd rather free fall and die than to die in that plane with everybody else. Right. I want to be like, this is, like, my, my last... Like moments on Earth are free falling, just enjoying that. You know what, what enjoyment I can get out of it. <laughs> you know, just that that feeling of like you know, of just free falling, as opposed to being in a plane with a bunch of screaming ass people and, and, and sirens going off and things. <laughs> I can't die a virgin. Yeah. So and and, and I'm just like I, I that's what that's what I want to do. I mean, if the plane's going down, right, and they can't save it, I want to, you know, I just want to free fall. Again, you know, I'm going to die anyway, right? i at least rather, like, have that that feeling there. Just kind of, and it's not even a matter of like, being on my own terms, just, you know, just have that experience. Yeah. Okay. Uh... But, my, but my fear is that 
I jump out, and then like they get the plane under control, and it keeps on going. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! <laughs> You're like, it's the plane leveling up. The plane's leveling up. Okay. Yeah. But now, um, but now knowing that I could possibly survive that, they're like, Vesna Vulovic, uh, born. January 3rd, 1950, died September 23rd, 2016, was a Serbian flight attendant who holds the Guinness World Record for surviving the highest fall without a parachute. 33,330 feet. So what was left of her after she hit? Uh, Well, she survived, so... Right, but I mean, like, she was like 5'5 when she jumped out of the plane, and then when she landed, she was like 4'2. Let's see. She spent days in a coma. She was hospitalized for several months. Suffered a fractured skull, three broken vertebrae, two broken legs, broken ribs, and a fractured pelvis. And a partridge in a pear tree. She was uh, temporarily paralyzed from the waist down. She had an almost complete recovery, but continued to walk with a limp. How badass. This woman fell 33,000 feet, and at the end of it all, all she had to show for it was walking with a limb. How about them Serbians? I love that scene with Clanton where he's just like, you know, get out of my face, dude. <laughs> there's there's a lot of heart to this movie. Sacrifice your life for that goddamn stone. Put life on it. No! I don't like that scene. Oh, just the whole getting mad? No. The fact that it only went like half a mile. <laughs> he could have thrown that shit all the way to Thanos' house. I mean, it's a bench and he's the Hulk. I mean, come on. And, and, and to say, well, he wasn't trying to like throw it that far because, you know, he didn't want it to hit somebody. No, he's angry. He's not thinking at that moment. He just lashed out. The right. smart Hulk wouldn't have done that. So <laughs> now, he wasn't thinking about who might it might hit or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you, he could have thrown that shit a lot further. I like that the nanites just kind of acclimate to the shape of the stones. I like, I like how, <laughs> it, how it stretches to fit the Hulk's hand. Yeah. Rocket's such an asshole. He is great. I love him. I don't like that you actually have to snap your fingers to do that. Yeah. Just because that was Thanos' thing. Because it wasn't even a thing. It's just Gamora said... He could take the uh, take the universe out like that, and that just became like that's the trigger, right? Oh, uh, uh, that's not what the Quinjet says. <laughs> Quinjet says your point break, and that Hulk is the strongest. Like, welcome, Hulk, strongest Avenger. <laughs> Damn you, Stark. <laughs> I mean, the gauntlet was made for your size, Stark, but maybe I can just kind of slip my dick in here. Okay, so 
I do have another problem or two. Okay. So when Ultron used the stone to make vision, right? Mm -hmm. He had to break the outer casing out. Yep. And then the stone was inside. They've got to return everything the way it was. How do you recreate the casing that the um that the the stone was in that was in the um the staff? Because you have to break it out to get the stone out. Right. I mean, you could probably it could just be a matter of just like remaking it or whatever. But I mean, I got the impression that whatever it was made out of was something that they didn't have already. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Ready to Yes, boss. Never liked Friday as much as I like Jarvis. Yeah. But I do like it, that it's called Friday, as in his girl Friday. Yeah, yeah, I always thought that was really clever. But he also had a Jocasta he just never used. So interesting thing here is that um, the Infinity Gauntlet was made by the Elven Dwarf that made Mjolnir and uh, and made uh, Stormbreaker, right? Yeah. And of course, it was designed to handle the power of the, of the gems, which is why when Thanos put them all together, it didn't surge power like that and, and burn up his arm because he hasn't he hasn't wished for anything yet, right? Right. It's just the power of it. But also, that glove is so powerful that when Captain Marvel was shooting at him, he was able to hold the blast back just with the glove itself. Yeah. Wow, his arm has lost, like, muscle and everything. I thought this was interesting, how the birds were back. Right. And you just wonder, like, were there a lot of birds that died? I mean, it was half of all life in the universe. This doesn't even touch on, like, animals and stuff. That Sparky's back! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that fucking dog! <laughs> Clint, where are you? And why is the milk five years old? <laughs> <laughs> I drank like half of a car before I realized. <laughs> You don't get arrested. Yeah. You you don't have a chance to just enjoy the moment. Like it's just like bam. It's crazy. I love that we get the Hulk Secret Wars moment. In oh here. yeah, that is so, so awesome. It's so good. And the bad thing is, Smart Hulk is not strong enough to hold it up. Canopy, yeah. Canopy, canopy. 
Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice! <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought that, that was what you had to do. I feel for Rocket. He's like really panicking here. Rocket! I can't feel my legs! <laughs> Rodney, that's because you ain't got none! <laughs> I do like that the bottom of Rhodey's shoes are new. Look at that pack of arrows that totally saved him in this situation, Turk. It actually did. Except <laughs> him getting his back broken. I'm sorry, what do you retort what? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now you're playing with power. Gauntlet power. How does he know which arrows are which, like, trick? They have, um, different, uh, little knobs, uh, like, uh, almost like Braille huh. on the ends. Now, in the first one, you know, he had the, uh, he had the, the uh, controls built into the bow, and oh, he would tap cool. it, and it, like, rotate it, and then, like, the arrows were all just shafts until, um, until he chose it, and then it would, like, put the, uh, the arrowhead on there. I remember that now. It really sucks. I love that he takes his helmet off when he says that. Being arrogant himself? Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing, according to the directors, with why he didn't wear his helmet once he was getting the stones was that he was becoming arrogant. So, that, that was really awesome to me. Look at how long my thumb is. Oh shit, it's like a Uma Thurman thumb. Seemingly <laughs> <laughs> so, mean, find you context for that reference here. It is my dad's shield after all. Okay, so 
doing. Uma Thurman was in a uh, an independent movie called Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, and in it, her character had these huge thumbs. <laughs> okay, God, that's horrible. Yeah, that's horrific. I hate it. Yeah. So there, that's that's your context there for that reference. I hate it. There's another picture of her with her huge thumbs. Oh, that's the worst. Don't ever show me stuff like that again. <laughs> I think I can find another picture. Oh yeah, this I love. Thor's transformation sequence is totally badass. The Braden's weird is totally badass, but the fact that he keeps the weight on him. Uh, yeah, I love that part. And people talk about that a lot. A lot of people really like that, and so it's not like I'm being all you know, like trendy or whatever in saying this, or like being edgy or counterculture. It's just, it's cool to me. It is, because that's not a part of, of his whole being Thor, is that, oh, I've got this, like, you know, this nice, like, muscular physique. Yeah. Yeah, it's like his his worthiness isn't based off of his his physical capacity. I, I just, I really like it. It's impossible. As long as there goes... And this, I, th- I think I brought up on our Fat Thor episode of the podcast, um... If to me, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna cosplay Fat Thor, do this. Yeah, like build build some arm strength. Go ahead and keep your gut and cosplay as him in full battle regalia, dual wielding, because that's badass. Yeah, don't just grab shit from your closet and walk out the house. Yeah, don't don't just be like, oh yeah, I have a bathrobe. I like McDonald's. I have pajama pants. The stones you've collected for me, create a new one. The placement of the handle for those blades for Thanos really don't have a like the opportunity for a lot of leverage. Or out of blood. I'll never know. Love the fight scenes on this. See you on the other side, man. Poor Rocket. That Katana's being formed, Turk. I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> what? Stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> I am in a world of shit.
You know, I'm not sure what I would say to my past self if I were trying to change who I fundamentally was. Because change is such a gradual thing. I don't know if I could say anything to my past self. I would hope that I could, because I would love to change my past self. I'd just be like, dude, this is as good as it gets. Damn. You know that shit hurt. Yeah. So well, we've talked about this kind of several times. The the changing like physiology of Captain America's shield. Yeah. How you know Thor can slam into his hammer, and because of vibranium, it's going to absorb just like it should. But then, when they they can't do that all the time because it just it's just way too powerful. Right. So this. Yes. Is Thanos worthy to wield the blade? That's not um, that's not Milner. That's what I was thinking too. It doesn't have an enchantment on it. Okay. Milner's got the writing on it that says if he, you know, be worthy. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I just wanted to be sure. Because you know the laws of the Marvel Universe a lot better than me. Yeah. I've been waiting like eight movies for this thing to happen. Yeah. Now, the Russo brothers said that Cap could always pick up the hammer. He just didn't in Age of Ultron. Because he didn't want Thor to feel bad or something like that? Yeah, I, I still disagree. Yeah, no, I just don't think it was the time. Yeah. I think he was doing that for bravado instead of to save people. And the hammer wouldn't let him. It's like, you know, you're, you're doing this for the wrong reason. God, that's so cool. Now, here's the interesting thing is that he doesn't turn into Thor. Yeah. He should, he should, like, you know, like Thor up. Yeah. Which would look incredible. God, just cuts right into that. Yeah, thing, that's insane. And that might be why, why when he hits it with the um, with his sword there, why it, the vibranium doesn't like um, doesn't absorb the impact. Oh, yeah, it's because he cuts right into it. So whatever that metal is made out of, it may counteract vibranium. Yeah. Okay. I was really hoping the first time I saw this that this would be the point where he would stand up and say, I can do this all day. <laughs> and he doesn't. Well, that's because he, he can't. It's clear at that moment. He's like, I can barely do this now. <laughs> now, the interesting thing here is that um, if you go back to Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. That's Civil War. Um, if you go back to Age of Ultron, when... Um, Tony is talking to Nick Fury, and he's like, you know, you know, I saw him, Nick. I saw him all, you know, dead. And he's like, you know, and that wasn't the worst of it. And he's like, you know, the worst part was, and he's like, you know, like, he's like, you didn't, you know. They all died. He's like, you know, the worst part was you didn't. Yeah. And, um, and then in this case, it's like, it's the, he stops his vision from happening where they all died. He didn't. Yeah. By killing himself. Interesting. Yeah. And, uh, was it, uh, crap, what's the Spider-Man, uh, writer, um, Dan Slott 
had an issue with Spider-Man's infant kill. Uh, he was on Twitter. He's like, he liked yeah. the movie, but he didn't like that part. And I'm like, well, first off, Spider-Man's not killing people. Suit Lady is, right? Right. Um, that's one. And two, I don't believe that that the creatures that Thanos has working for him are a, like alive in any way. Right, right. They're just beasts, basically. Right. And I not even like animals, like like thinking animals. I think they're just they're just mindless constructs yeah. that he's created. So what I like here is that I, this has been pointed out online, so I didn't come up with this, but I love that Cap is facing off with these guys totally on his own. He doesn't know that anybody else is alive. Well, except for, right, when he's walking towards them, yeah. he doesn't know if there's anybody else. Yeah, Sam speaking up here is the first instance that he knows that he's not totally alone in this. I have to say that this scene in the movie, when everyone starts coming back, oh yeah, it was like a, it was like a hell yeah, man. I was like, you, I could just feel something inside, like oh shit. Oh, there was like the the theater was teeming. It was just teeming with people just being like, holy shit. <laughs> he can really be noble. <laughs> He, yeah. He's like, he just exudes nobility. Someone pointed out that it's like if you watch on the background when they're fighting, you can see Mantis putting people to sleep. Oh, nice. Um, I know somebody pointed out that Howard the Duck is somewhere in here, and I still haven't seen him. Really? Yeah. He's he's like, there's apparently like one clip of him holding a giant laser gun. And that makes me really happy. Because you know I love Howard. I'm actually going to keep my mouth shut about one scene. Okay. I'm looking for him. There he there is! He is. Oh, I saw him! Oh god, I love him! I didn't really think he was in there, but yeah, there he was. <laughs> That's so cool! <laughs> and people didn't like... Didn't like uh like Gwyneth Paltrow's rescue in the suit, and I'm like, shit, that's awesome. But at the end, of course, I like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Oh, giant man. <laughs> I love the way the portal looks there. That's yeah. beautifully done. You know, the one bad thing is that Xandar is still a wreck. Mm. Oh, it's so badass. I love it so much. I just gotta ask, where did Valkyrie get her get her um her, her Pegasus from? Uh, I'm sure Strange probably summoned it too. Oh, that was it's so good. I've waited so long for the Avengers assemble. And there it is again, that scene. With Cap and Black Panther just pulling ahead of everybody. Yep, it's so good. And dude, like this part right here with like Giant Man just decking the shit out of that space <laughs> whale. Oh, uh, it's so awesome. Damn, Drax. Oh, nice. Grab 
I love the scene in Infinity War where, where Winter Soldier picks up Rocket and oh, is yeah. holding him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'll damn. have that arm. You know, he, he might as well just not come back. Right. I mean, just honestly, he might as well just not come back. In what sense? Well, Spider-Man's gone now. The whole Sony shit. You oh know? yeah, yeah. Well, that... he, he might as well just stay dead. Well, I mean, like, who could have known that that kind of petty shit was going to go on? God, it was just. I mean, like, yeah. So it's like pulling somebody and like you know like pulling them out of like a the death trap only for them to like you know take two steps and get hit by a train. Like, right. Shit. <laughs> it, it's it's pretty much it's like that scene in Rush Hour where he's fighting the whole time Jackie Chan is to keep the base from being b- broken. Right. And then as soon as he fights all the people, he sets it down. It gets shot and busted anyway. I was like, well, shit. Right. That was all for nothing. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> I like how Drax and Rocket weren't even a consideration. Right. <laughs> Damn, Falcon. Yeah, it's nice to finally see everybody shining. There's no Red Wing, though. Where's Red Wing? Hmm. Don't thank me. Thank Red Wing. I'm not thanking that thing. No way to get it back. Thanos destroyed the quantum tunnel. Hold on! That wasn't our only time machine. <laughs> hey, Scott. What's going on, man? Oh, you shit. That's the Avengers? You guys fight people? <laughs> I was like, oh, man, Scott. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should be here, but at the same time, I don't want to leave because it's kind of awesome. But <laughs> I really want to be part of this history, man. <laughs> I, really, I really want to see him recap the entire Marvel run. Oh, yeah. I'm just, like, recap every single movie. And just like I, I want, I want him recapping everything. Just like, yeah. And then, then Captain America and Iron Man started fighting, and Iron Man said, "That's my dad's shield." <laughs> Me too. I hope so too. It's dead. It's dead. I have to hotwire it. I don't know if hotwiring would necessarily charge a dead battery, but. (laughs) Have you seen the memes where people talk about that? No. So, um. In. In uh, Civil War, Civil War, like, when, I don't think we've met. He goes, "My name's Clint." He goes, I don't. He care. goes, "I don't care." <laughs> and so here it's like, here it is, and it's like he does care. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ones from Civil War where it's just him, just constantly saying, "I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Because yeah, I, I love that scene. It's Black Panther. It's like two of my favorite characters, like facing off, and he's and you know, and Clint's just taking it all in stride. He's like, "I don't think we've met." And he's like, "I don't care." Yeah. God, she's busty. Dude, Elizabeth Olsen's really cute. She is. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you like guys that have no emotions? That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Yelping. Yeah, I was gonna say Black Panther just yelled. <laughs> oh, he's not a real cat. And I think this is a prime example of like why I don't think instant kill was a bad thing here. Yeah, it's because one, he gets overwhelmed, mm -hmm. and then the body's just stacking up. Um, so you've heard the director say that if she didn't get interrupted at this point, that she would have killed Thanos. No, I haven't, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, they they made that statement. They were like, you know, as, as far as just as far as just where the rubber meets the road, uh, Captain Marvel does more, and so she's considered more powerful for that reason. But Scarlet Witch would have killed Thanos, so she's technically the most powerful in. Oh shit! I believe in the it. Universe, yeah. Have you seen the thing where um, where Gwyneth Paltrow didn't know that she was in uh, Far From Home? I mean, and, and Homecoming? <laughs> nah. Yeah. So she she filmed the scene, right, in the end of Homecoming, but she didn't know it was for Homecoming. Oh. Okay, I don't got this. Oh, somebody help! I love that. He calls him Queen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but yeah he's, he's getting overwhelmed oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. And so, then... Go ahead. I was going to say, just the scene next when they show him with his mask off and his face is all busted up. Yeah. Um, no, what I... <laughs> what I love about him calling him Queens is that that's such a 1940s New Yorker thing to do. Yeah. And, like, it, it feels like a tip of the hat to Jack Kirby to me to do that. Because Kirby was so much about that 30s and 40s New York scene. And I just, I absolutely love it. And maybe that's not what they intended with it, but that's definitely what it feels like. Well, you know, it's just the whole thing where when he's like holding up the plane, he's like, he's like, you know, where you're from, and it's like, he's like, uh, he's like Queens, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> so like, good. That moment when the ship started shooting over the horizon, I hoped against hope that it was Galactus. I really? really, really, really wanted that to be Galactus, and I totally forgot about Captain Marvel. She was just out of the movie for so long. She I thought wasn't it was part of the time travel. Or I thought it was gonna be Phoenix. Phoenix would have been pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm messing around. Oh, okay. Or like Adam Warlock. That could have been cool because like they paved the way for him. But no, I just really hoped that he just would have stepped over and been like, "This is my universe, bitch." This is just like, gosh, she's just. She's just so damn... She's too damn powerful. She is, yeah. Um, I mean, she took out a whole fucking ship, dude. A ship that size. Yeah, yeah. We And we've talked about this, um, like, off of, off of camera and off recording. But uh, she's basically the deus ex machina, and I don't care for that. I don't either. Now, there's a lot I like about her, her attitude throughout this fight. And she's always got like the smirk going on and all that. Yeah. And there's so there's elements of it that I do like, but she is just too much of a Deus Ex Machina. She's got oh yeah, this. So uh, I've talked to you about how I feel about this. It's uh, I don't like that. It's not because I have an issue with calling attention to the female characters. It's that that time spent 
with them doing this girl power stand together moment. That's time that could have been spent actually showing them doing cool shit. And you don't have to announce it. You don't have to be like, hey guys, watch us pay special attention to the female characters. All they needed to do was just give them more screen time of actually doing badass stuff. Um, it feels it feels like a cheat. I said I'm not going to say anything. Uh, so I'm not going to say anything except for this. Right? Because I'm not saying anything about, about the scene itself. What I'm going to say is that they don't know each other. Right. They are more than just those female characters there. We saw a lot more female sorcerers that were there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, there were people that came from, I guess, other planets. Too. We, how were the ducks there? So there's another other female fighters there, too. They're not in that scene, right? Yeah. And those people don't know each other. Mantis doesn't know Gamora, but she does know uh, Nebula, right? Right. None of them know Hope. They don't know Valkyrie. None of these people know each other, so for them to all kind of come together like that, it doesn't make sense because even except for just saying, you know, we're all fighting, but it's not like, okay, Black Widow and, um, uh, crap, uh, Okoye, right? And, uh, Shuri, they've all fought together, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, uh, Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. So they know each other. But the rest of them don't. They've never met Mantis before. They've never met Valkyrie. They've never met Gamora. They've never met Captain Marvel. Well, Okoye knows her, right? Yeah. But the ones that were dead, they don't know it. That scene is awesome. That shit. I love. I love that so much. And I love the fact that he headbutts her and she just smiles. Just don't do anything for one more second. Cap and Captain Marvel's gonna kill him. So, um, so that's what I, I don't like is that they don't really know each other to kind of make that whole connection. Let's, except for like, you, get, you it's just to say like, oh, we're all fighting here. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I just, to me, it just felt so heavy handed. And it's like, you don't need this whole scene of look at all us women together. And it's like, just show them doing cool shit. That's what we want to see. We want to see more of these awesome moves and these combos and fighting techniques and stuff. That's what we want to see. Um, I will say this. Doctor Strange killed Tony Stark. Oh, totally. Because he says, like, is this it? Is this the one where we win? He's like, if I told you, it won't happen. But then he looks at me and says, go now. Yep. Well, you just told me that you killed me. <laughs> so there's probably another one where he didn't say shit and, and they still won and everybody lived. Or maybe in that one, Doctor Strange died and, <laughs> and everyone else lived. He was like, nope, that's not the one we're taking. So in how many of these scenarios do we win? And he thinks to himself, two. One, we only live in one. <laughs> I don't want to fucking die. There's like six of these scenarios where they win, but I die. <laughs> Steve turns around to Tony. He's like, Tony, what did you do? You wiped out half the life of the universe again! You idiot! Damn it. After all we did! What I don't understand is, so he kills them all, but Thanos from the past they come into the future, but Thanos from the past doesn't go back into the past, even though... play some shitty games that suck ass? Yeah. 
he'd rather kill half the population. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't finish it. Today we're talking about the power glove. It actually sucks. I'm dead fucking serious about that. Anyway, you got totally derailed because... No, I was, uh... I was just thinking, like... I can't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I killed it. I killed the conversation. No, I was just thinking the two things Thanos could have said there before he disintegrated into ash. First of all, obviously would have been... Kiss my ash. I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Second of all, should have been... What's that smell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, so, even though they're fighting post-Thanos, Snap, like, Thanos still has to be there to come into the future. I mean, to fight them in the future. So, I'm not quite sure how that works. It's, uh, it's all a bit weird. So seeing seeing Spidey here, I just gotta say, you know, fuck you Disney, Disney, and fuck you Sony for not being able to come to an agreement on this. And I can only hope that they might have fixed it by now, like by the time we post this. Obviously they haven't by the time of us recording it, but I can only hope that by the time we post this they will have reached some kind of decision. But just fuck you guys for finally having something that works, and... It, it's just not enough, you know? No. It's like, it's... why is it never enough to say, we own half the fucking universe right now, we can make a movie about literally anything we want, Well, I and mean... God forbid that, that we just do what works with Spider-Man. Well, Sony has a contract with Tom Holland, I mean, for Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. But not a, not a contract for Tom Holland, like, we signed him to, like, a five-picture deal with Sony. So he could come back and be Night Monkey in, um, in some more movies. Because Night Monkey is not a Spider-Man character that would be owned by Sony, I don't believe. I think he is a Marvel character, so we could get just some more adventures of Night Monkey. I would actually love that. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what Steve Gerber did with uh, Howard the Duck. He um, pulled the wool over Marvel's eyes and made it like they have a counterfeit Howard in their universe. Because uh, there was a thing where he like got together with a bunch of indie artists, and uh, you know they, they were doing like the uh, the Friends of Old Gerber fundraiser to help him raise money to get the rights to Howard, mm-hmm. and uh, they had like the Destroyer Duck comic series, which was actually the very first comic appearance of Gru the Wanderer. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Sergio did like a four page Gru story for for that, and uh, so like they were doing all that, and finally. Um, Marvel was like, you know, we're going to do a crossover with some of uh, Steve Gerber's independent comic projects, and like, we'll actually let him like do one more story with Howard, where it crosses over with his comic universe. So they do all that, and uh, it's like a crossover with Marvel and his stuff, and he basically does a bait-and-switch, and at the end of the story he reveals that a counterfeit alien traveled back with the Marvel cast, disguised as Howard. And the actual Howard stayed in his universe. Oh, nice. And Marvel was just like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they still do the handshake. Oh, yeah. 
I want a happy ending. <laughs> After a good massage. I mean, oh, oh, I have to pay extra for it all. Well, I mean, you know what would suck for like someone who was like in the hospital and they were like dying and then they got snapped. They come back and they start dying all oh over God. again. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, like all the stuff that, um, all the stuff that, uh, we were talking about, like, me and uh, Camelot and Overton were talking about is, like, what about, like, if a woman was in the middle of childbirth and she got snapped and the baby didn't, or, or like, her baby got snapped and then it comes back all these years later, <laughs> oh. all that kind of stuff. Oh, man, it's like, I no longer have room for you here. Right, it's like, you just suddenly have a nine-month developed fetus appear inside of you again. It's like, what the hell? Oh, my God, that would, that would, that would be deadly. Yeah, or all the people who, like, get snapped back who were in a plane when they got snapped away. Now, they did say that when he did that, he, like, you know, said that uh, those people are on the, like, when he brought them all back, they, everyone came back in a safe place. Okay, okay. <laughs> See, it wouldn't have been bad if you hadn't said that right before you turned it off, Tony. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> bad, bad math. Because <laughs> she wasn't there with Morgan when she said that, so... Yeah. God, it's still so heartbreaking, though. Okay, so I they I watched something or read something, or whatever, and it said who the person is in the background because everyone was like, like, oh, who is that? It's you know, and they, they all these speculations or whatever. Yeah. And then I uh, I read something. They said who the person was in the background. I was like, oh, well, damn it, me from not for not putting two and two together earlier. Oh, there's Aunt Hottie. Mm-hmm. Living up to her name. They're just sitting there being beautiful. Because <laughs> my biological clock is ticking like this. <laughs> oh, she looks so good in that scene with that jumpsuit on. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, there's Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, Mar- the MCU has like the hottest older women. I just gotta say, dude, <laughs> they just do. Man, Black Panther always looks so regal. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wouldn't think that a person could just, like, put on that, that air of nobility, but he can. So the kid there standing behind um, behind Wanda? Yeah. Right? He's the young kid from Iron Man 3. Oh, five holy years shit. Later. Holy shit, yeah. And I was like, oh, it makes sense he would be there. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, I never thought about that. Nick Fury steps in from off camera and is like, Motherfucker. <laughs> I finally got to say it. <laughs> it's like, Wait a minute, wait. Steve finally gets to say Avengers Assemble and I can't say Mother Burn. Well, she knows because she's dead in the afterlife and you're not there, so. <laughs> but, yeah. 
Elizabeth Olsen. She's a cutie. She is. She's super adorable. Have you yet? You probably haven't, but she's... Masturbated a, to her? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> we may interview her someday. <laughs> yeah, J.O. Bogie would answer that. He would. He would, he would answer that in a heartbeat. He was like, you have no no idea how many times I've, like, jacked off to this thing. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> No, I just, I just had, like, this paranoid fear of, like, all the shit I say about celebrities coming back to us and, like... I, I'm only afraid of all the mean shit I've said. Well, I mean, I don't care about that as much because the people I say mean shit about, I don't care about their opinion of me. Well, like, like there's people I like that I've said mean shit about, right? Like, I, 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 I'm not really worried because if I ever get a chance, I'll be able to explain myself. But, like, Bradley Cooper may be like, hey, fuck you, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, fuck you first. I don't know. I just, I just have, like, this paranoid thing of, like... Someday Ryan Reynolds coming across one of our really old videos where I joked about having a threesome with him and Anna Kendrick or something. It's like I don't want that coming back to bite me in the ass. You you definitely want Ryan Reynolds to bite you in the ass. You know you do. It's like just like just pretend it's an apple baby and just <laughs> just speed back the nutsack. <laughs> it's like you get on one side and on the other and just like. <laughs> I really like that uh, chainmail knit on his sweater. It looks really cool. I'm sure that's not the proper term for it, but that's what it looks like. So I watched uh, Men in Black International with the two of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't as bad as people were saying. It's not great, right? But there's a um, there's a part in the movie, and it's, I'm not gonna make it seem like it's um like it's like really awesome. But there's a there's a uh, a part in the movie that kind of gets revealed at the end when they have to they have to stop the menace that he's fought before, and they're like, okay, well you, you stopped it before, how'd you do it? And he has to explain how he did it. Right. And that part was really kind of cool. Um, some of the other stuff was just kind of meh. Right. <laughs> yes, Guardians of the Galaxy. I love the placating tone he does. I know, I know. So I had to look up the movie. It's uh Martha, uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene with Elizabeth Olsen. It's an interesting movie. Hmm. Um, so it's, I think you might, you would probably maybe enjoy it. Um, so it's just one, the, uh, like synopsis on IMDb. Because Martha has run away from an abusive hippie-like cult where she was living as Marcy May for two years. She turns to her sister and brother-in-law who take her in and want to help her. The problem is Martha's having a hard time separating dreams from reality when haunting memories of her past keep resurfacing. She may need more help than anyone's able to give her. And it's like the... And when she was in this cult, they had to... Like, all the women, like, had this, they had the same name and she did all these... She was... She had to perform a certain way and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's and like, they're still coming after her. Uh, like the cult wants her back, hmm. and it's 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 interesting. Yeah, it sounds really interesting.
You know, you're right. <laughs> when I was in the uh, in the theater, and he's like, "Don't do any Steven super while I'm gone," and he's like, "You know, how can I?" I was like, right there, like with the line is like, don't do anything stupid. And I was sitting there, I'm just mouthing the words, how can I? I'm you taking all the stupid with you. <laughs> because I just, I, I've seen the movie so many times. Like, I knew that was like, what was going to be said. Right. One, two, three, two, one. And returning in five, I don't like the Falcon's little like beard combo thing there. <laughs> it it does look a little bit awkward. Smart Hulk. Yeah, he's trying really hard to do a Tony Stark and it's not really working for him. how long he's been sitting there. Excuse me, old man, this is private property. Can you tell me what you're doing here? <laughs> oh, God, police! I, I got lost and couldn't find my way home. <laughs> I'm hey. late for my medicine. I should not make fun of that movie. That's a really serious movie about Alzheimer's, and I shouldn't make fun of it. But that's the only line I, I really remember from that. <laughs> it's interesting to me that Bucky told Sam to go, so... And Bucky knew who it was. Yeah. Bucky looks in that direction. He sees, and he knows who it is. I'm, my thing is that I'm thinking that it took a while for his new memories to catch up. Maybe, yeah. You know that uh, once Steve traveled back to live his life, he just became Mr. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, he did. Taught people how to be decent. Should be my neighbor. I mean, people people memed for years about Mr. Rogers being worthy to lift the hammer. So that all ties in. There's a great episode of the Black Dynamite cartoon with Mr. Rogers. Um, <laughs> and, like, having these Vietnam flashbacks trying to save the kids from the evil, like, PBS Corporation is trying to ruin his show. <laughs> and he he goes on um, just, like, PTSD war hero. And Black Dynamite's got to save him. It's really good. But make sure you don't kill your enemy because turns out it's your mother. <laughs> It doesn't mean it was like, he's like, it is. Give it to Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does it feel looking at someone else's? Yeah, it's Tony's dad's shield. <laughs> Tony really wants it back. Where's Tony? <laughs> Tony died before you left, Steve. Remember? No. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Who are you? 
Police! They call my hand Negro. <laughs> He's from the 40s. I'm just saying. <laughs> Police, a black gentleman is stealing my shield. <laughs> I mean, back then, if he had said that, that would not have been racist. That would have been really tolerant. Sure. No, really, if he had said that, if he called me Negro back then, it, that would have been considered really tolerant. But like, why are you being so nice to them? <laughs> Yeah, well, this this is a pretty nice little thing. I wish um, somebody wants to. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wish they they had left the scene in the movie where the balloons come out the top of the house. I was and they... gonna reference <laughs> up. I was gonna reference up after the scene ended. I was like filing it away for like I'm gonna wait till right about now and make an up joke. <laughs> The headbutts are in judo throws. Like, yeah, that's what I would have done if you were the Red Skull. <laughs> He's like, oh god, this is... I can't wait till Netflix is invented. <laughs> <laughs> he like, this grainy black and white shit TV is for the birds. I was in 1080p. He's like looking through his notebook where he had all the stuff that he needed to check out. He's like, soon. Soon. <laughs> There was so much time. There was finally enough time. <laughs> finally enough time. There's time enough at last. <laughs> oh, well, that was every bit as good as I remembered it being. I love it. Yeah, I like the uh, at the end here where they're like, in, you know, Spider-Man will return in another studio's movie. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, Sony. You, you know, I don't. We don't. I don't know all the, the the. You know, so much back and forth as far as like the reason behind and who's at fault and who's not. I really don't give a shit, and and it just it just kind of sucks. Not because I'm like they they've got to have him back, and uh, but it's just the the franchise moving forward now is going to have this this hole in it mm-hmm. that you're either going to have to stay, ignore yep. or you're going to have to address. But then you have to find a really good way of addressing it, ex- other than to say it's like you know, it, it, he was killed. Someone killed Spider-Man. That's it's going to be the same thing as like with Princess Leia, and it's just like they're just going to try to let it gradually phase out, and it's not going to work. It's just, it's like, this is why we can't have nice things. You guys just can't just get the fuck over yourselves and just let people have the Spider-Man they want. Well, the, yeah, I mean, for Sony, it's money, right? And they're going to make a ton of shit ton of money, just like they did with Venom, which made a ton of money. And that movie is so it, yeah, freaking horrible. It's bullshit. It's a horrible movie. And that's what we're going to get for the next Spider-Man. Is going to be Spider-Man talking about turds in the wind. Yeah. And like, I'll give you a fair warning. You know what, on second thought, let me just fucking kill you here now. But the thing is, he can't, he can't keep the Iron Man suit. Right. He can't keep any of the stuff that we know from this. It really, I mean, you can't... You can't keep anything from these movies because they don't exist in that world they're taking him to. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you cross that over? I, I don't know. And I understand Sony doesn't want to get rid of hot property. That's fair. And apparently they don't want to share hot property either. Okay, I guess that's kind of fair too. You know, uh, 
it's, it's your property to use. Okay, granted, but I, I would like to hope that you would realize that you're making more money off of it being a part of this than if you just did it by yourself because you guys don't know how to make a good Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Just like you don't know how to make a good X-Men movie or a good Fantastic Four movie. Right. And I, you know, it's like I'm just going to say Amy Pascal is, she she doesn't know shit. She's a horrible person. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't know if she's a horrible person like in real life. She could be really good to her kids. I don't know. But as far as like a business mind goes, she, in the bottom of my foot knows more about how to run a business than she does. Right. I like the, the signatures. That uh, makes it feel really special. I wish she had that look still. Oh, with the uh, the frizzy 80s hair? Yeah. Yeah, that's super hot. That doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth. It looks like a hot toy of Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just how, how many times does Sony have to fail miserably and, like, be made fun of constantly before they realize... We should have just let Marvel handle this. And the thing is, I'm not saying they need to turn the rights over, but just keep what you have going, going. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, I didn't want to watch the first film, and I watched it when it was free to me, and it was horrible, and I have no desire to watch it again. And I'll only watch the second one when it's free to me, just so we can go ahead and do a uh, a less watch of it. (laughs) And I hate the fact that we've already watched the first Venom without recording it, so now we can't do a less watch. Oh, we can we, we can, but then we're getting into the, the, the territory of, you know, already having, like, you know, pre-written jokes, which uh, is one of the things we want to kind of stay away from. I don't know. I feel like it's been long enough since I've seen it. The only thing I really remember worth making fun of is the turd in the wind, and that's already been done to death by uh, how it should have ended. Well, the, the whole symbiote thing with the, um, the, the symbiote with the people, the homeless people they took off the street... The um yeah see I don't I don't remember any of that the whole car the whole car chase with him and the drones when they're like like you know it's like we've got ten drones sir we only have two left and he does destroy those two it's like we've got three more drones like what what the fuck can you not count <laughs> see I'd totally forgotten all that you've got a much better memory than me because I would have jumped into all that totally blind and then the the fact that when he's talking to the venom symbiote and the symbiote's like we need your help but like. But you got a symbiote mouse in your pocket. Like, when Venom <laughs> says we, he means Eddie and him. Right. You're saying we to Eddie. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, ugh. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people who like that movie. And I don't get it. I was about to say something mean, but since 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 uh, well, Webcrawler is one of those people, um, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to blanket say that they're all idiots, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that some movie is not very good. close friends of mine really enjoyed it, and some people who I really don't care if they live or die really enjoyed it. So I'll say certain people who like it are total idiots. Is that fair? Oh uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Certain people who like it have total shit taste in movies. Venom is a bad, bad movie. It's an atrocious movie. It really is. And it makes me sick to know that Sony is going to be trying to do more Spider-Man stuff. Oh, and, and when the when the symbiote takes over the old lady... What, what did they take over the police? No, it took over the old it woman. took over the old lady, yeah. And then and it just kind of hangs around in her for like a month, even though 
they've already kind of said that it won't hang around that long and because the, the person's not strong enough and she's the old woman there's no way she'd be strong enough then he gets into the cop then he gets into the little girl in the airport and it's like but in and even when it leaves somebody like even though they're still strong hasn't used up all of them when it leaves them it kills them anyway and i'm like what what i just <laughs> oh god my head hurts movie yeah. such bullshit I don't, I don't want to distract too much from uh, from avengers I mean, it's just the credits. Yeah. You want to start picking out people's names, man. Holy shit. <laughs> That's no. what I do. I was like, look at this. Look at that guy's handle. Like, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> it's like, there's, there's like seven consonants in a row. That, that doesn't work. No, I just, um, I don't know. This this is a very special movie. This was really, really incredible. And I'm just going to say this, right? If your name has like two H's in a row. Like, fuck you. Fuck your name, right? That's bull. Okay, check out, check out. Ratanan Funburan. I'm not trying to make fun of his name, right? I really was going to try to pronounce it, but it's moving like way too fast, rolling up. If I saw at the bottom of the screen, I would have had a better chance of trying to like read his name. But anyway, if you have like two H's like together in your name, like, what? Come on, dude. There's like, my name was... Rocker fra, fra. It was, but, but no. Bonavana. Yeah, just Pat just like Bonavana. just like you know, Brett Favre. God, <laughs> I can't fucking stand Brett Favre. <laughs> Xavier A. Romo. That's a pretty cool name. Mantis created by Steve Englehart. Crew created by Stan Lee and Larry Lieber and Jack Kirby. Phantom Gamora and Drac created by Jim Starlin. Look at all those names they mentioned in there. Mm-hmm. Roger Stern saw uh, Brian Steelfreeze. I even saw Mark Miller in there. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see that the artists are at least getting some kind of recognition from it. You know, for all the people that stay this long and like try to read those names. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel, I feel like they deserve mention at the very start of every movie. Well, if and like, you, if yeah, you, go ahead and give Stanley some mention, but he's not the only guy behind it. You know, if you go back and you watch even movies from the 70s, mm-hmm. right, the only... The only credits they ever listed were just the the main actors. Right. And, like, you got none of the technical people at all. I mean, the credit scenes were all of, like, 30 seconds. Like, right. Here they are, and we're done. Bye. Because that's all people cared about. That's all people still care about, really. That's, like, the Academy Awards were in there, like, you know. And, like, we had these awards for best, like, technical this and that and everything. And, a, and another, like, ceremony that nobody saw that wasn't broadcast... That none of the big stars turned out for. Now, I mean, I'm surprised if any of the other people even show up there. You were nominated for an Academy Award. Just, you know, if I win, just send it to me. I'm not going to go to this thing to be like, uh, I mean, it's it's like going to like the fucking nerd awards, right? Right. And, <laughs> and the only people there are just other nerds. But like, I see these people every day. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 let me let me hobnob a little bit. You know, I'm the one that makes these guys look good. <laughs> A wall of digital artists. Yeah, I think it's interesting when we're when you're watching a movie and people are talking about like the effects look really good in this part, but then in this scene right here they look really kind of like weak or whatever. It's a shame. It's like, well, in order to make a movie like this, you've got you've got all you got this whole digital team, and sometimes you have more than one digital like like studio working on it yeah and like this one did there were two different blocks that said digital artists and you've got like a group of people you are all working on this scene right here 
and you guys are working on this scene. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, that's why, like, sometimes one will look good and one won't look as good because it's not like they're all being done by the same team. You've got two different teams working on two different sections of the movie. Yeah. Oh, it's just, <coughs> it's so time consuming. Oh, yeah. You have to do it frame by frame. And it just, it takes so long. That's what I'll never understand about just, like, CG stuff in general is, you know... And I've, I've bitched about this a lot before, that, like, they've they've moved away from 2D animation, and, you know, you're not really going to see a big-budget 2D animated film anymore. Pretty much the last really incredible ones were, like, Secret of Kells and Song of the Sea. Um, and it's like... You know, why do they do that? Why do they only do CG movies now? And for a long time, people in my circle were always saying, because it's so much cheaper, instead of drawing every single frame, it's so much cheaper to just do the 3D models. But it's like, no, it's still a very expensive process. It's just time-consuming, It's still a very time-consuming process. It's like, you do all that, it's just as difficult as traditional animation, and it doesn't have half the heart and soul that traditional animation does. Yep. Oh, yeah, the clang. I remember I was at the end of this, and they were like, someone in the theater was like, I waited all this time just to hear a bell ring? <laughs> and, and I was like, ah, oh, look, you old bitch. Um, it's not a bell ring. It's Tony making his suit in the cave. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm like, but like, you, you don't know shit about comic books and Marvel. And just yeah, go away. <laughs> Piracy is not a victimless crime. <laughs> You wouldn't shoot a police officer <laughs> and steal his helmet and give it to his widow and then take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that, that was that was uh, in game. I, I it's kind of funny because I feel like we didn't you know crack as many jokes or laugh as much about this one as we did like Justice League. Well, it really wasn't anything to crack a joke or laugh about. Yeah, I, I mean, mean like. I feel like it kind of deserved a bit more respect, you know. So, it was yeah, it was good. I mean, it was really good. I, I feel like this is the perfect ending to what they've spent all this time building up to. Yeah, um, and, and you really couldn't with Sony, Stony, Stony, Stony Tark, with Tony Stark, Tony talking about with with Tony Stark being who he is, there's retirement's not something he could do. Yeah, yeah. And since he can't be in any more movies, he had he had to die. Right. I just I, I feel like that's fitting because even though oh yeah, Cap was the first Avenger, yada yada yada, it's like the very first movie was Tony Stark. What brought us into this universe was Tony Stark. And I mean it's just uh, I just can't I can't imagine that going better than it did. It was good. <clears throat> yeah, so thank thank you, Marvel. Fuck Disney and Sony. But uh, thank you, Marvel, for for bringing this to us, for allowing for allowing this to, to be a thing that happened. So I do have one small thing I want to mention. Okay. So Thanos brings his army, right? And he's got his... Um, his, his army there, I forget what the name of that, his army is called, um, the Black Order, right? Yeah. And then he brings in all of his, like, little beastie things. And then the, the Chitari space whales, but no Chitari. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I never noticed that. Which, oh, although that makes sense with that deleted scene where Rocket's talking about how the Jatari suck. Like, they're pathetic! All you gotta do is wipe out the mothership! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got the, the space whales, but no, no Jatari. Huh. Oh, man. It's just got so much heart. I just... The older I get, the more I want to see heart in a creative endeavor. I want to see that, like, people cared about what they made, and you can really tell that they fucking cared a lot when they made this movie. Yeah, I mean, the um, the movie itself, it's it spends a lot of time with the character development and building up the story. It's not just like, oh, hey, time travel. Let's go time travel. Yeah. It, you know, it... it goes and touches based on where everybody are where everybody is and where they are as a person like mentally mm-hmm. um it's like kind of five years later yeah i just i feel like you can tell the love that went into this you can tell that they love these characters and that they wanted the story to do those characters justice and like these other companies that were being critical of and like fox and sony and all that I don't think they love the characters. I would, I would agree. I don't think they give a shit about Spider-Man as a character. And it's so hard to describe to a non-creative type what it is to love your character. Like, because we're creators and because we we have these stories where we're invested in our characters and we love our characters. And so we can we can see that love go into another creative endeavor like this. And we can see that, yes, they absolutely, you know, they did this with love for Tony Stark, with love for Steve Rogers. And I just, I don't think there's a single person in Sony or in Fox who would feel that way about a Marvel character. And when you're going to make, when you're going to change a character, um, like, you know, like, say they do some, they change some things about Mysterio in Far From Home, right? Mm-hmm. But how to change a character and still keep the heart of who that character is, that's something that's, that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that requires effort. And they put forth that effort. This this is bittersweet. It's like it's really bittersweet to watch this movie. But I mean, you know, we got another phase coming up which is completely different than what we had before with the yeah. with the Disney Plus streaming service and all that. So <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see how we kind of like branch off into movies from there. Uh, yeah, you know I'm 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 cautiously optimistic I should say. Like there's elements of it that I'm worried about. Like, like specifically, yeah. Uh, uh, heart. I mean, it just kind of goes back to, like, I don't know if they're going to be able to pour the same kind of love into it because I mean, what they did here is just incredible. Going all the way back to Iron Man and like building up from there and just doing all this stuff that took so many years. I don't know if I, I don't really see the groundwork being laid for that in the second wave, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I don't know either. And I mean, maybe it will be something like vast and interconnected and like be a really satisfying ending. But I'm just, I'm afraid that they've set so much of a precedent for themselves with this that it's going to pale in comparison, you know? Well, you know, we've got a lot coming on uh, in the in the next wave. And it'll be interesting to see how that, how they kind of bring all that with, especially with the, with the announcement of all the new C- TV series like the Miss Marvel, the Moon Knight, the mm-hmm. She-Hulk, that's all going to be a part of the MCU. The WandaVision, the uh, uh, Cap, uh, I'm sorry, Black Panther, uh, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, <laughs> yeah, and then um, the the two movies they've announced, the Doctor Strange, uh, uh, what's that, 
multiverse madness or something like that or whatever like that um and all that so it's like they're they're really trying to build up more of that universe um which is really kind of cool yeah Uh, like i said i'm cautiously optimistic about it i feel like you know they didn't let me down with with this first wave i don't feel like they're gonna let me down with the second wave but uh i you know there's there's just always gonna be that little part of me that's like can you do something that fucking awesome twice in a row? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, time time will tell. But uh, well, I mean, we could like flip the script and ask like Sony, can you do something that fucking awful twice in a row? Yeah, shit, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like you're going for the hat trick. <laughs> Holy shit, you're just destroying the law of averages here. <laughs> it's like it's like you're playing like opposite Moneyball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was uh, Adventures Endgame and um, a. A different kind of less watch than we yeah, normally do. Yeah, like uh, a lot more subdued and a lot more respectful, I think. Um, yeah, that's that's shitty, isn't it? Right, let's, yeah. get, let's get back into tearing something apart. I'm going to see if we can pull up Waterworld. <laughs> I'd be down. I could actually use some food before we do another let's watch, but yeah, I'd be down. Dude, don't say that on... on like People don't care if you need food. Guys, I need food. Feed They're me. not even going to be like listening to this like like in a row. Send I mean, food. Uh, no, nope. if, you really, if you really want to send something, send more cops. <laughs> send more cops. <laughs> yeah, no. Send more paramedics. Go go to um, Corova Entertainment at gmail.com and send us coupons for Grubhub. Do you use Grubhub? No, but if people sent me coupons, I would. <laughs> um, Isn't that solicitation? No. Did you, did you just pimp yourself out? Yes. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm totally comfortable with pimping myself out for free shit. And there you have it, folks. This is what we're all about. <laughs> this is Corobo <Kroger> Bar. <laughs> this is Turk182. And Comey. And you just uh, listened and maybe co-watched a less watch of Avengers Endgame. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Bye. You can't do that. You haven't seen two. You you cannot use these quotes from movies you haven't seen. <laughs> I wasn't doing the movie quote. I was just saying bye in a funny No, you, you, you said it the way that he says it in Tombstone. No, if I were going to do that, I would have said, well, bye. Yeah. See, I know the quotes. <laughs> You just you just killed my whole Edward R. Murrow thing there too, but <laughs> Alright everybody. Bye.